Welcome in everybody to the Bits and Pieces podcast. As always, I am joined by my two co-hosts, uh, the Freddy Show and Bacon Sarney. How are we doing, guys? Hope you're all good and well. Good evening. Good evening, good evening ladies and gentle ladies. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> ladies. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I can't bother talking to men. <laughs> talking <laughs> words, nudge work. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Hello, everybody. I am the... Um, English is gone. No, we forget it. <laughs> That's a good start. Setting the, the, the tone already. A podcast where the hosts can't speak English. <laughs> you can't. None of, us, none of us can string a sentence together in English. But you've got Bacon, who, for all intensive purposes, is a cat. Bacon. I love it mainly because I have not found a decent Bacon Sani type avatar. An avatar, yeah, that would be one. good actually. Yeah, I need yeah. to create one. You put, do. Put an advert on Fiverr and get someone to make you one. I could do, but that would require money that I don't have. <laughs> I'll give it a go. No, I'll do that, and I know so well I'd get back with really like a cock and balls or something, just 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 to spite me. You know, but I want that. No, you've got to get this and like it. <laughs> it's, it's just you know, you know full well someone's just gonna just gonna uh, do do you over on on Fiverr in your business. Yeah, I think it's like anything, isn't it? You know, some. Uh... Some are absolutely awesome, um, and some are overpriced, and some are just god awful. <laughs> you, you just described the AAA gaming industry. I have, <laughs> which, which is going to be a subject uh, for later on. And that there goes our chance of getting a sponsorship on Fiverr, right? Um, yeah, so as always on the Bits and Pieces of podcast, we do occasionally do, what we occasionally do is talk about some video games, and usually in the form of like games that we've sp- um, played most recently. Um, so we uh, we do like a highlight or a spotlight on those type of games. So we've got a couple that we want to talk about today. Um, and then after that, you we go into some sort of like rants and tangents on gaming news and whatever else we want to throw into the mix as well. So it's pretty much a bit of a midlife crisis kind of thing for us. It's like, yeah, we're, <laughs> we're just talk, talking like, wow, way back in my day. Mr. Steve, way to sell it. Wow. Back, <laughs> <laughs> back in my day, stuff. back in my day, we had better games than this crap. Um, no, we do sort of just like, yeah, it's just... You're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> that is true. Just, I can't deny it. Three middle-aged men just, all, just talking bullshit. All the time. Yeah, that's... There we go. Um, that's basically what we do. And unfortunately, I've got... Even if... For those watching, like, on my uh, channel, if you're watching on the channel now, live, you'll notice that there's... Uh, I did... I, I've still got the fourth window because there, 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 there is four of us. What it what it used to be. I mean, there might, there might still be. We don't know yet. But Pizza Beth was also our fourth member, um, and the only female of the group, which is sadly, you know, sadly, she's not able <laughs> to join us as much. She she decided to emigrate for a short period, at least. So uh, yeah. maybe a short period, maybe a long period. We don't know. Yes, or maybe not. Or maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> maybe in the yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, she's defected for a, for a little while. She has defected. Yeah. She's, blame she's, Canada. she's blame Canada. Hashtag yeah. blame Canada. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So Beth, if you are listening to this, we love you. Come we back. love you. Come back. We do. Get we do ass. this. Yeah. Get your ass in here now. But we we yeah. we used to have we 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 would have had in the um, 
back in the day, best joke of the week, which is always a sort of way in which we would have ended the show, pretty much. Uh, but yeah, that's sort of now gone to the wayside a little bit. So we're going to be doing, well, we could still do a uh, dad joke of the week. I mean, there's, there is the dad in, in the, um, <laughs> in yeah. the group. Um, so we could do it. We could do that possibly, um, at the end. Um, if you insist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll dust off the old generator. D- dust, dust, you dust them <laughs> off. You dust off your old, ju- your, your joke books. Dust them off. Then dust the them off. And, um, yeah, um, maybe we'll have a, a dead joke in the week instead, but that's basically how the show, show is bro- broken down. It's, um, games that we've played games that we've talked about in the past that we want to play or in the future that if they're not even released yet or and then yeah maybe um maybe some maybe some sort of form of a joke at the end um from from free 3d or even bacon sometimes you you bring one in now and again well i did it once and it bombed so if um if jelly's in the chat i'll nick his joke I've done that yeah, that, 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 that's a good way of doing it. <laughs> yeah, good old, good old Jelly joke of the week. Um, yeah. So, uh, let's get the <laughs> let's get this show, um, this show on the road, and shall we? Let's talk. Let's start off as as I said. Well, we normally start off with our uh, spotlight highlights section. So let's do that then. Um, Freddie, you said you've got a couple of games you wanted to talk about. Did you yeah, want to go first? Then? Yeah, yeah. There's a couple. Of, there's a couple of games. A couple that we've uh, we have played um, together. Um, I'll keep I'll keep one of them I'll keep one of them short and sweet. It's uh, come out of early access this week. It's actually in the, in the gaming news. Uh, it's a very good little roguelike game called Brotato, yes. um, which we have been playing. Uh, I've put an absurd amount of hours in this week without even realizing. Um, it's one of the best games on Steam, like without doubt. Like it's it's absolutely amazing. I bought it in uh, early access when it was first. I think I saw it on YouTube. Someone uh, showcased it. Um, in an early alpha, and they said it was like really promising. So I, it was like one pound ninety or something, and I bought it. Uh, it's about three quid now, three or four quid, something like that. And uh, it's it's exceptionally good. So basically, it's a little bro, little brotato, and you have guns, and the objective is to it's a little square arena, and the objective is to get to wave twenty um, and survive. Uh, and you survive by running around, and it's all, the guns auto fire. But you control the little brotato and you have to avoid stuff and collect power-ups and collect uh, you know, health items and you collect the money if you don't have any of the items. So there's a hundred, there's millions of bills. There's loads of loads of uh, different sort of things you can pick from. And every time you complete wave 20 with a certain brotato, you unlock the next level and another another brotato to muck about with and maybe some guns and stuff and other items to unlock in the playthrough. So in the playthrough, you will generate randomly um, you'll have, like, for instance, you'll start off with whatever whatever class you've picked will have a weapon or maybe sometimes not a weapon. You might have to use your hands, guns, melee weapons, uh, ranged weaponry, whatever the class is. So for instance, if you pick the starting dude, uh, he has his fist. And then you, you run around punching stuff. Uh, and then once the wave ends, you then get a little menu where you can upgrade your character uh, by picking various weapons. And the, the normal way to play it is you have six weapons uh, default on the default character, and you can hold host up the six weapons, and every weapon goes up to grade four, and then above grade four, there's a legendary weapon. So the legendary is grade five. So think of it like a, a loot loot uh, loot drop game, um, but you don't get the loot drops until you get to the end of the wave, and and you pick up crates as you run around the map. You can get green 
blue, and red. Most of the time, you'll see red uh, is from bosses, and you'll see green, which will be anything. But in the green cases, you might get a blue and uh, a tier four weapon, or tier three, which is purple, tier two, which is blue, tier one, which is common, which is gray. And how you upgrade, do you ask? Well, you combine tier two to tier two to make tier three, tier three to tier three to make tier four, tier one to tier one, which is common um, to make tier two. And that's how you upgrade your character. And in between all of this, you get to pick stats. So at the end of every wave, you will get a selection of stats to pick from. Depending on what your class is, you will pick attack speed, crit chance, uh, there's melee damage, elemental damage, there's luck, which improves your ability to gain loot. Uh, there's harvest, which uh, harvesting improves your collection of um, resources up until wave 20. And uh, there's various other sort of tidbits you can you can sort of choose. Uh, the most most common is uh, you get health regen and, and uh, HP regen and HP as well. You can build all that up. There's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of ways to build your character. There's no right way. There's no wrong way. There's there's I think there's fifty six. I think there's sixty brotatos in Salt at the moment to unlock and play with, and they're going to be adding more. And also, it's fully mod mod supported, um, and it has an absolute bastion of mods that make they improve the game, make the game easier, make the game harder. Complete total conversions. There's one total conversion I do want to check out, which is basically VTuber um, conversion, which looks quite fun. All the weapons are changed, all the, all the, all the characters talk, and it's it's very sort of very cool, very well done. I must say, whoever put that together, I've not played it yet because I'm still playing the vanilla. Um, I'm about 24 hours in. I've I think I've done 43 out of 85 um, sort of uh, uh, achievements. So it's, it's it's kind of like an achievement hunting game. It's very good. There's loads of there's no, they're all achievable as well. None of this not it might seem really difficult, but it's not once you get going. Um, I think Mr. Steve will attest this. Sometimes you can have some bad runs, some bad RNG, and you get start, you get stuffed, and then you have some really good runs where you get some really good um weapons and pickups and power-ups. Or if you're like me, have already already got rid of the RNG and put a mod in to give you unlimited rolls on stuff. <laughs> it's because I don't like RNG. Right? RNG is great. And I love, I love, don't get me wrong, vanilla is absolutely fine. But because I'm a little bit of a cheat, I, I will admit, I, I like, if I can cheat in the game, I will. You know, it's this is how I am. I'm, you know, time is, you know, time is against us and all that. And I just, I just like to have fun. You know, if it doesn't break the game and it doesn't make it boring, then fun is where we want to go. And all it is is a little, little add on, it's a free reroll add on, and it enables you to reroll just to pick and choose the stats you want for your build. That's the only reason I've done it. Um, it is a little bit, it is a little bit cheap in the shop. I must admit, where you can just keep rerolling the shop until you get whatever you want. So I don't tend to do that much now. I did it first, but now I'm like the novelty sort of worn off a little bit. It's helpful in the end of the waves, um, but it's exceptionally good. Um, I absolutely love the game. Um, highly recommend it. Ten out of ten for me. Easily one of the best roguelikes I've played. Simple, efficient, fun. It's great. The, the only thing I will say, the soundtrack is a bit weak. Um, for 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 because you're playing it for a long time. One typical run will last four or five hours, and you won't even notice that at all. It's so it's so engrossing. And I've sat there. I think I sat here at nine o'clock at night. I'm playing. Uh, I, was, I think I was, I was talk, talking to Mr. Steve while playing it once. And just like three hours just went by because we were just, <laughs> just talking and just playing the game. And um, it goes really quickly, and that's a sign of a good game. If, if the time flies by when you're playing a game, that is, to me, that's a sign of a very good game. 
And I can't recommend it enough. And I know Mr. Steve will probably have a few more things to add that I haven't probably yeah. haven't covered. Um, but it's the only thing I really really want. If there's one thing, if the devs are listening or if they get devs get wind of this, I would love to see a co-op. I think this game, as as it is with co-op, would be immensely fun with, with maybe a bigger arena, um, or, and probably maybe different arenas. Maybe have some different things like um, like a like a city to run around in, or um, like caves or something. Just a little bit of different, you know, not not changing the game, but just having a bit of an area to run around and maybe make it a little bit more difficult to avoid things. Because if you stack speed, you can just just Benny Hill the whole thing. You don't, you don't, you don't even get touched. Like you just do, 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 run the whole thing. You don't get, don't even get, the only time, the only time you do get messed up is uh, the, the game has tier lists. So uh, like Diablo, for instance, you have the uh, World 1, World 2, World 3, World 4, World 5. I'm on World 5 right now. I don't know how high it goes up to. And World 5 is kicking my ass. So you know it, it does go. It does get quite difficult. If you want it to be difficult, there is a challenge there. Um, and if you're a sadist, you can pick some of the really hard potatoes. Uh, there's one that has like minus that one has 100 damage, 100 attack speed, and he all he has is that he, he when he gets hit, he he, uh, he he causes damage to people, and he has like 200 percent health regen. And you try and build him. If you can beat wave five, um, get to wave 50 on him. Then you were a legend at the game because I can't get anywhere near that. I got to I got to wave seventeen and I died. So um on 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 wave five using that build trying to try so trying to figure out ways around the negative builds. There's just quite a lot of negative builds. They're not negative if you know how to build them. So it's kind of challenges. Like how do you get around all this without having this that the other available? Um so it's 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 quite it's quite endearing. It's quite it's got quite a lot of everything for everyone. You want it easy, it can be easy. You want it hard, it can be hard. And you want it. You want it um, simple. It can be simple. When it's complicated, it can be complicated. There isn't. There isn't much room for, you know, anything else really. It's, it has the whole. It is the complete package. Um, I just wish a lot of the other rogue rogue like shooters would uh, would take heed. I think it take. I think it takes a bit of homage from Vampire Survivors. There's a little bit of influence there in, in that in that sense with the uh, the building and stuff. Um, but if you want a want a game better than Vampire Survivors, and I highly recommend Rotato. Um, and I will shut up and let Mr. Steve say some stuff for us before I say everything. And he's just be like, "Yeah, well, what we're saying is nice. <laughs> so no. I'll, I'll hand over to Mr. Steve. Yeah. No, I'm glad. I'm glad you sort of did mention it. I know we did <clears throat> just pre um pre live. We did say we was going to talk about this as well. But yeah, I'm glad you mentioned it today. Uh, because. And I, I, can I, just, and I just want to quickly mention. Uh, I'd like to thank uh, Freddie as well for actually gifting it to me because it was. Oh, it was. It's. It's very, very kind of you to do it to have done so as well. It's like, uh, um, again, that I looked at and was like, ah, it's. You know what? It's not. It's not that. It's not a price thing anyway. It's just the fact that you know you gifted it to me. But if you do want to know how much it is, it is currently on sale because you know Steam sales go on forever. Twenty percent off. It's uh, three pound nineteen. Otherwise, would be three ninety nine. So, like, yeah, price of a point. But um, yeah, like you said, it it, it, it got it got its full release because it was in early access, wasn't it? Um, until yeah, 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 until the twenty third of June this year. Um. But it, so it has been white around for some time, but now yeah, it's yep. got its full release. It's it's been it's been doing around. It's became one of the biggest uh, roguelike bullet hell games so far, isn't it? I mean, like thing, like yeah. you said, like uh, Vampire Survivors, I think was the only other game to come out and actually all yep. pretty much matched that. I would say, yeah. Um, yep. 
generate the amount of hype it's generated. The hype, yeah, and everyone sort of jumping That's on board. Any really adverts either. It's not been advertised. No, no, no. And, word of and, mouth, really. Word of mouth is just spread around, and that's great. Uh, I love it when games have uh, happen to uh, video games. Yeah. That that's obviously that's a, that's a sign of a good game when you yeah. don't need to advertise and yet you're you're all you're doing is just making you know people happy by selling a game that isn't like you said it's not that expensive to buy it's about four no. you know four quid be about four dollars if you you know because like, I think the Steam conversion is basically the same sort of um price uh, its markup is basically the same on every game that they sell on Steam so oh, yeah. Game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's absolutely. I think it's under I think it's under I think I think you should put the price up. Honestly, honestly, I think the dev should put the price up a couple of quid. Honestly, it's way too cheap. How good it is. It's a steal, really. But no. I mean, it's it's testament to the fact that they haven't because they could yeah. have done. And I think yeah. that's that's also a good good sense of like good business sense because they know if they put the price up, they probably wouldn't get sellers many or that you know, but they would just make as much, and then they deserve it. They deserve yeah. to make that. that it, it is good. I haven't put in as much time as uh, as Freddie here has, uh, but yeah, yeah as, as you have. But yeah. um, I'm loving it. I mean, at every uh, I think I I've suddenly for about a week, I just I, I would be on. You'd always find me on there. Um, it yeah. was. Um, it's 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 a it's a good game. It's a good um, action rogue like bullet hell. To you know, to these sort of scroll, um, I, I suppose it's sort of that, um, uh, twin stick sort of shooter kind of thing. It's got that same, yeah. similar sort of aspect, aspect to it, yeah. Because you, yeah. you, you are just controlled, yeah, whichever way you're facing, you, you it's auto fire, yeah. and that's it. Um, some of the builds are just mad. Some of the like, I like again, I haven't got as far in as you have but the for the runs that some of the runs I've done, I'm like, yes, I can't. I can't die. I can't die because I, <laughs> I do die. But it's like mm-hmm. then you get, and then you have yeah. to start again. You, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and you're yeah. only you're only as lucky as as the game generates wants you yeah. to be. Really, I think like it's it's literally. I think it is pretty much luck of the draw. It's RNG. The, the, it is how the game plays out. How the when the wet enemies spawn on the map, especially when you've in the higher waves. I know you probably haven't played the higher tiers. Just let me explain briefly the higher tiers. Uh, and the higher tiers, you get more elites, you get more mini bosses, and you get more bosses in every every wave. Once you get past wave twenty, which is the default wave, uh, after that you then get it gets silly silly buggers. You get so much stuff thrown at you. And I had one particular um, build. I had six hundred and ninety percent attack speed, four hundred percent damage, and like I had I had I had modded myself nine weapons, and I had so much like, so much DPS. But I would cross the map, and the bosses just spawn on top of me, and just went splat dead <laughs> so it's 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 not like um sorry to interject mr steve it's, it's not like um but the, the pathing is set it's you, you can get caught underwears quite easily and um i can imagine if you spent a long time on a particular build and you're you know quite obviously i think if you're easily annoyed you might you might rage at this game <laughs> uh, can, so sometimes it can be a little bit rage inducing especially when you get a bad run but um, yeah, that's not detriment to the game. It doesn't take away anything from the game at all, or anything that makes you want to play more. Because you, you you get you get that one more run feeling as soon as you finish. Yeah, as soon yeah. as you die, you're like right, okay, I want to start again immediately. Brush it off straight away. It's not like Elden Ring when you die and you want to throw your computer out the window. 
Um, <laughs> so it's it's uh, it's very very enjoyable. In defeat, you just laugh and um, you you start again and again. It's just the fact that I'm, I didn't touch on this. I meant to mention. There's no story. There's no junk. There's no there's no there's no sitting there waiting for stuff to waffle on. It's actually straight in. No action. All action. No R's barred. No O's barred. And just that to me is refreshing in a video game. And and that's why I like buying Power Survivor so much as well. It's because you just it's just put your brain off and just have a laugh and have fun. You don't have to like, for example, Diablo click through a bazillion lines of dialogue. Get by the time you finish pressing B, you're falling asleep. You know because. There's so much waffle to wade through. Um, that's one. Of, that's one of its strengths, I think. Because a, a lot of people are are sick of games that just have dialogue, and especially when it's not spoken as well. It's just dialogue for the sake of dialogue, and it doesn't mean nothing. And you just come on, we'll play the game. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. There's no time wasting, which is why I enjoy it so much. It's a, it's a breath of fresh air from the stuff that we usually play. Um, yeah. So I didn't mean to sort of go. No, yeah, your, yes. your spotlight. No, that's okay. It was your I spotlight. Just, I was just wading in a little bit with my I thoughts. Just, I just wanted to um, just sort of, I forgot to mention that. But yeah, sorry. No, no, that's okay. I mean, literally, I was just, I just wanted to sort of like, yeah, like I said, I haven't gone in as far as you, but I totally agree with what you're saying. And obviously, I, I when I do get to that those later stages, I'm sure um, the rage will be real. <laughs> I just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it isn't rage inducing as like, normal like roguelike games are you know there's there's those roguelike games which um <clears throat> have you just you know trying to bite your own hand off because you're so like oh this is so rage infusing but this isn't this is like you know um it's it's just a fun i, I love trying to trying to better the builds and i'd like trying to um get onto the next wave and hope that I can survive. And it's like, oh, okay, what character have I? Like choosing your character at the start is obviously, you know, important as to what build you want to try and yeah. get. Um, I know it's something that that's not me saying that. It's actually more of what you have told me. But that's you know just sort of uh, by mentioning it. Gives you a guide it. what to aim for. Like yeah, everything have a set build and a set way to play with that yeah. character. The challenge is to improve or try and better that build. Um, and some and a lot of weapons will play into that. For example, I didn't, I'm sorry again, not to mean to interject, but the the Lich uh, character, his build is all HP regen. When when he heals, he deals one thousand five hundred damage to the nearest enemy. So if you in, in typical build will be this stack damage, stack attack speed, attack, uh, stack crit damage, and luck. That's normally the way to go, right? In for most yeah. of the builds. Uh, and engineering, which allows you to put the turrets down. And I found the best build to be is to place turrets everywhere, and that really helps out in the later waves, especially any build you have. Turrets are a must. Little tip there. Um, but with the with the um, the Lich build example, now I just finished the Lich build. I, got, I only got to wave 23 on wave 5. I had plus 80 HP regen, plus 60 um, lifesteal, and I, I, I thought I couldn't die, so I got a bit cocky. So I thought I couldn't die. So I was just literally running through while I was getting hit because you, you have to get hit in order to do damage. So you, you get hit, your life to go straight back up. And I thought it'd be a good idea to run through three bosses. <laughs> <laughs> and the three bosses just went, and I was dead. And I was like, you're done. Because no. I had no armor and I had no, I didn't have any, anything on my character to reduce damage or anything, or <clears> anything <throat> at all. to sort of life, life, like get life back quickly. I had to scythe, but it, it didn't, wasn't my attack speed was so slow. 
um, that it didn't really, you might as well have been a snail swinging it, you know. So it all depends on what build you want to try and do. Um, for example, there's a, the multitasker. He has 12 weapon slots. Now, um, there is a mod that I've installed which gives you an additional weapon slot as a as a power up, and they get costs about a thousand uh, in game currency, which isn't a lot. And I must point out the in game currency isn't paid for it. You can earn loads in the game. It's just from doing the waves and stuff. There's no pay to win elements or anything like that, and there's no there's no shop or anything like that. It's all in game. And um, I had this little mod. And eventually, he had fifteen weapons by the time I got to wave thirty, and um, it was just off again. You do so much damage, you get overconfident. And I think this is where the game really tricks you into thinking you're going to survive. Is that you get, you get, so, if you, you got such a good build, and then bam, out of nowhere, a new boss you haven't seen before just sits on you and you're dead. So it's, it's, it can be, it's quite funny seeing that little hump, eating some humble pie, you know, for myself, like getting absolutely thinking, I'm, yeah, this is easy. I want to win. Yeah, I'm going to get the, get the mm-hmm. channel, get away 40. I'm going to, I'm going to get the achievement. And you no. Know, Denied. <laughs> Denied. Game says no. Game says but again, no. It just depends what build you want. Again, yeah. I wouldn't recommend looking up guides and stuff. Literally fill the game out. It the game tells you everything you need to know in the stats anyway. You hover over the the stats on the screen. It, it will tell you what they all mean. So you don't need to you don't need to read other websites and stuff. Don't follow, don't follow build guides in this game. Literally play the game and enjoy it. Um, because. Obviously, there's a meta, and obviously uh, there is a recommended build, you know, for every class. I wouldn't recommend doing that. I'd just, just play the game, enjoy it, and 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 have a great time with it, and learn the game as you were meant to, not because somebody else is telling you to play that way. That's, again, akin to Diablo as well. Same thing. It's, uh, what annoys me about Diablo is people go, "You got to play this way." But, you know, in in the potato, you don't have to. You can play. You can play as your own potato. Be your own potato. <laughs> Be a bro potato. Hey, I should put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> I think that point actually extends to a lot of games as well, because I've I've been caught out a few times by spending too much time looking at oh, you know, what type of build should I do and all that stuff, rather than actually playing the game. And it actually, for me, I look at it, I'm like, I'm never going to end up playing this game. So yeah. don't bother, you know, unless unless that's your thing. Don't bother looking at guides on how to play X, you know, in a particular way, unless, you know, you've been playing for a while and you now want to actually go into it seriously. Just play yeah. it for fun. Do do it your own way. There's a difference between looking up a guide because you're generally stuck and can't progress. Yeah. And as opposed to you get a brand new game. Oh, what's the best build for this? And then just then that's it. Then you just ace the game. Then you didn't know completely did it in ten minutes. So that was easy. You know, you, that way you miss out. On, you miss out on the game. You you miss the enjoyment of playing through the game properly. You miss the enjoyment of of actually exploring with the characters, picking different builds, doing different things. If you're just like, well, that's that build, I'll pick that, and then that's it. You, you might as well not buy yeah. the game. You know, you might as well just not bother. It's 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 weird how some people go do you know go that that is their go to. You know, I've got this game right. Like, Google, what's the guide? What's the best build? I don't do that. It's just like, well, you're a robot. <laughs> you know, play the bloody game. Stop being a flipping Nancy and just play the flipping games. Yeah. You know, it does my head in. It does my head in. Now, if, if you're one of these people, play the game, right? Yeah, <laughs> I, I got caught out it. in exactly that, looking at like builds for ESO and for Guild Wars Two. And in the end, I'm just like everybody's saying, "Oh, yeah, don't play this or don't play that character because it's weak." And I'm like, yeah. you know what? You know, screw it. I'm just going to play this character because I want to be a ranger. I want to be a ranged fighter. Yeah, I don't care if it's weak. 
you know, if I get to the point where it's getting towards end game and I'm struggling, then I'll worry about it then. Yeah, exactly. That that also applies to World of Warcraft. Now, I mean, I mean, Steve will jump in on this as well. With the amount of people that he doesn't do, I'm not just calling him out, but Mr. Steve doesn't like doing dungeons because of people like that, right? Because of people compometed on bills and shit. And I, and my message is the same. And I'm just, I, I, I never, I, I never used to put, I used to put my ignore list, and I'd be like, yeah, whatever, say whatever. But then you get kicked <laughs> from the good group because oh, you suck, you know, your DPS is suck. You should be following this build, aren't you, man? So, and it's just like, let me play how I want. You know, it's, if you play your way, I play my way. That's how it works. You know, really, these idiots that ruin the fun for everybody uh, in general. Um, you know, it's just absolutely does my head in. And it's very off-putting when you want to explore a game and you want to go and do, you know, group content. Uh, and this applies to Diablo 4, World of Warcraft, Guild Wars 2, you know, Far Fantasy 14, all the MMOs across the... I don't know if I'm going to sorry, I'm another tangent. But it's it's just like... Um, it's really infuriating because people that like say that you you have to play this way and you have to do this and your DPS is low and this meter says you're doing this that and the other and this thing says you yeah you only know you only know that because you've downloaded about four hundred add-ons that tell you everything about everybody you know it's it's it does my head in if the stuff dies who cares you know <laughs> if you're alive and they're dead what's the problem you know unless it's taken like yeah. four years to kill something. At which point, then maybe you might want to take some advice on board and maybe some constructive criticism of your character. Let's not forget that criticism can be a good thing um, in, in, in if done correctly. Just chatting someone, swearing at them, telling them you see you next Tuesday and should go and throw yourself off a cliff because you can't play Hunter. You know, it's, that's ridiculous. You know, it's, that is who's that, who's that helping exactly? Uh, you know, so it's, it's annoying. Like the whole, the build, I know why the builds are there and the guys are there and stuff, but sometimes I wish they weren't. You know, that people then people wouldn't have these pre preconceptions of the maximum DPS and the maximum the best build and the, the best stuff to farm and you know, there wouldn't be any sort of notion towards like you suck. It'd be just like, Oh, maybe we should get some better gear, you know, there'd be a more of a mature conversation. It's all it's sort of lean from fun and gear finding to what min max stat you can have and what gear what guide you're following if it's the right one and what class you're playing. You're not playing the meta class, so you automatically suck it out, go away, stop playing it. Oh, it does my head in. It does my head in. Anyway, potato, great name. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for that. Ah, oh, dear. Yeah, potato, everyone. Um, <laughs> right. I'll, I'll, I'll take responsibility for that derail because it was me that, that brought up the game. So. <laughs> So yeah, if you want to, ah dear, our this is our our first one back in some time, and it's um, what we are thirty minutes on, thirty minutes in, and we've only just done one one spotlight. We ain't got time now to do any more. So <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> uh, we're, we're not talking about builds. We're, I mean, that's as good advice as it is. Yeah, um, but yeah. Uh, no, no, it's um. <laughs> without, without making uh... it into the cut, I wonder. Got <laughs> <laughs> <Cut> it out. <laughs> oh dear. I know. I I know. I'm not busy tomorrow, but like you know, let me let me at least enjoy one part of in one hour of the Sunday at least, so I don't have to edit all day. Um, no. But no, <laughs> I'm joking. It'll be fine. Computer says no. <clears throat> Computer says no. Um. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, I think we can... Uh, let's move on to our next uh, spotlight then. 
Right, should I, should I talk about my my spotlight? Yeah, why you can. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so what I've been playing recently, um, it came out, wait, when did it come out? I'm just trying to think when it came out. A couple of days ago, wasn't it? A couple of days, it came out on 20, the 19th 20th? of June. 19th. Yeah. Okay, a while ago. It actually came out, yeah, it's quite a while. I mean, it took me a while to get it, to be fair. But um, it's Aliens Dark Descent. Um, it's a, well, it's basically, it's a strategy action tactical, it's an RTS game, basically. It's based within that Aliens universe. I would I would say, personally, um, this is, what not the best rts but it's one of one of the best and the fact that it's in the aliens universe this for me sort of sells it it's like wow um you know some of the things that you get start doing like i've progressed far far enough now that i feel like you know um i kind of know what i'm supposed to be doing um but um yeah it's uh so yeah, drop into the the, the gripping journey of Aliens: uh, Dark Descent, a squad-based single-player action game in the uh, iconic Alien franchise. Uh, you lead your soldiers into the real time to stop a new and terrifying kind of xenomorph outbreak on the planet. Uh, Le- uh, I think it's Leith. Um, but yeah, we, we're on we're on a, we're on this planet. You go, you go in. You you start off like this. The game starts you off in a tutorial state, so that you get to learn the controls. Um, so once you've gone past that, that first the the prelog mission, you get that out of the way. You end up on um, your spaceship, uh, just orbiting the um, uh, um, it's just orbiting um, the planet uh, Leaf. <clears throat> and uh yeah you choose at that point you then start choosing your your squad and then when you start choosing your squad you can customize them um i actually have made uh some of some of our my dear friends uh i've got uh freddie bacon uh jelly uh alex i've i've recently done uh sagittarius um i've got um i did i did have a couple of uh of of uh, other friends who's still that alive out of all of our friends. Um, who's still alive? Well, um, I'm for... guess, am, I, am I am I the can fodder? <laughs> yeah. Actually, I think I think you just read no recently. I think uh, Bacon just leveled up. Um, obviously, there's you know there's myself, Bits Boy. Um, <laughs> I say myself. It's a very you know there there are variations out there. Um, it's. I really enjoyed it. As like I said, I don't play a lot of RTS games. Um, the the closest thing I can say to this, and I think it gets mentioned quite a lot, um, is XCOM. Most people would probably be more familiar with that than maybe this. I, um, I'm trying to think. Is there was a wasn't there a Starship Troopers also? Um, wasn't there a RTS version of that? I'm not sure. I might be need to be corrected on that but there was an rts game like not not akin to xcom but there was an rts game base builder sort of thing it had missions where you control mm. squads of, of of units but it was it was it was a, like an rts based building game yeah but it's, it's a similar sort of styles it's a mixture of rts games and, and xcom it's like a mash of the two um what the dark descent sort of sort of fits into that slot of a hybrid of 
of XCOM and an RTS genre. So it's kind of like if you like a it was, sort of feel to it. Didn't Halo also as as part as a franchise did their own sort of RTS as well? Did. Gears of War. Gears of War. Gears, yeah, there's yeah, uh, Halo so Wars. there's there has Halo Wars. Yeah, there has been Halo there has too, been yeah. some yeah. there has been some in the past, but you know, Aliens. Um, you know, I grew up like you know. I said, grew up watching them. Probably, I probably watched the first one way too young when I should have done. Yeah, you know, you know when the first one came out, I was like, oh crap. Um, I I love the Alien universe. There hasn't been um many sort of franchises that I've stuck by and sort of just delved into. Like, um, I think Alien Isolation is probably the most recent of the games that really sticks out as a survival first person shooter but this this you know is is a, something com- slightly more different than that like i said it's a sort of top down you know well it's more of a more isometric sort of a view although you get to rotate the map it's basically the same camera um position all the time um but I, I've been really enjoying it. I've been going in uh yeah so you got you got to try and infiltrate like large open levels to in- annihilate some of the enemies that you know with your squad um i discovered quite late i I played it i tried to play it um one way and then i realized it's actually best to back off so when you go onto a mission you get objectives on the first sort of mission i had about 16 objectives um and i played that over a course of well i played it for about so far i think i've played it for the past what over the past seven days, I've played, played about four days consecutively. Um, and then like, I had a couple of days off, and then I came back to it. I played it again last night, sort of streamed it a couple of times. But in between the streaming, um, when I'm not streaming, I was also playing it during the day as well. So I, um, I've racked up quite a lot of hours in this now. I would say, um, I just have, I'm looking at my uh, 16 hours I've put into this, uh, according to Steam. Steam records it's about 16.3 hours on record um so yeah put in quite a bit of time um you are going to be faced with like some of the familiar um xenomorphs out there you know obviously you've got your drones and stuff um later on um there's big tank ones that you might not have seen in the actual universe but there's probably some i know there are books as well which also um explore much more wider um, aspect of it obviously it's all you know all op- um, operatives from you know uh Wayland yutani corporation obviously that's all there you've got your war uh, your working joes i think at some point there's a working joe that came comes around um there's also some colonists on the planet that you i i later you later get into i think i i finally finished um my first main mission uh, and then we moved on to a different location. So on the planet, there are different locations that you'll go to. Um, so I'm currently at a point where I'm about to infiltrate a base. And then I came off. It was like, I was really late when I, when I finished. I'm talking like two in the morning kind of thing. You know, I'm getting to a point where I'm like, okay, I'm still streaming, but no one's watching. I think it's time to end. Um <laughs> You know, I just, it's one of those, I've, I've never had, like, other than Brotator, in fact, it's either, it's either been this or Brotator in the last couple of weeks. Um, th- But this has really, like, captured me, like, so much. And I'm, uh, I was fortunate enough to get this again. I, you know, it's not something I paid for, but if you do want to pay for it, it is. 
Um, currently on Steam, it's thirty four ninety nine, but I didn't pay that. I paid slightly less. I think I paid about twenty. I think maybe twenty three, twenty four pounds on CD keys. Yes, it's it's you can. Uh, I Steam is about thirty five quid. Um, I don't know anywhere else available there is also a dlc which i'm i'm, I'm i cheekily sort of got but that just gives you an extra um gives you extra gear like it gives you some more camo uh for your when you when it, when you get a chance to start customizing your uh your, your marines um and there's if you spot them throughout there is a a jonesy <laughs> um but um yeah uh, the, I was trying to think the last thing I played. Oh, was it uh, Fire Team? Wasn't it? Um, we played yeah. Aliens Fire Team. That was the last Alien game I played. Um, yeah, we revisit that DLC and stuff has been added. Yeah, there's been a lot of stuff added to that. But uh, yeah, uh, this is. But this is really good. I'm, I'm really enjoying it. Um, uh, like I said, I I was playing it. I was kind of trying to rush through it a little bit at the start, which is obviously not always the best thing. It's an RTS. You got to try and take these things a little bit slow. You got to take your time over it. Um, plan your operation and make sure that you can get to where you need to be without dying. Uh, obviously, that's you know. But I I I I think I created expense. At twice, <laughs> expenses died twice. I'm sorry, Alex. Alex, if you're listening to this, wrong buttons. Uh, wrong buttons every time. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, there's been a couple of. Uh, I think. I think at one point I created a Beth. I think she. Sorry, Beth. Again, you, uh, your character died. <laughs> um, but did she die or did she move away? <laughs> she moved away. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah there's it's been fun it's, it's great having like especially when you've got a group of mates that you you know you can just like sort of add uh you could change the names you could ch- there's not that much in terms of character uh creations like there's, there's about five different face features um you've got a choice of obviously man and female and then it's uh variations of the man and female there's about five faces you've got um Skin tones. Naturally, you got skin tones. You got two voice types for each male and female, so one's slightly more deeper than the other. Um, yeah, really annoying one, and not very annoying. Um, yeah, I would get into. I, yeah, I was just about to come into the the voice acting of it. Um, a little joke there, sorry. Really. Uh, <laughs> uh, they, but the, the actual gameplay is good. But like I said, I've just started unlocking. You you have to earn. Um, resources. Once you've got enough resources, you've got you've got the resources that you go around collecting are uh, the xenomorph. Um, uh, what's I can't DNA. remember the exact I can't remember the exact name of it, but it's the you collect DNA. some DNA. Yeah, xenomorph DNA. You collect that. That goes into your uh, laboratory so that you go. You choose your 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 lab stuff so that you can have um, perks for for your marine so you can upgrade then you'll start upgrading your perks there's for weapons you can start buying new weapons but you'd have to unlock those as your characters level up so if one of just you only need to have one of your characters leveled up to level three then you'll start unlocking tier tier two weapons starts off usually starts off with pistols then you've got your your rifles then obviously 
then there's there's also special weapons so some of my some of my characters like my 3d character has a landmine um i think my bacon character and my bits character i've got flamethrowers and one of my other characters i can't remember which has got shotgun so the natural sort of shotgun you know that um if you're familiar with all of those weapons they're all there all the weapons are there just they've just got to be unlocked um before you can get those now, obviously, you could use, like I said, just level up your characters, uh, do the missions. I always found, I found it late, but I found out the best way to do it is to go in, do one mission, come out. Because <laughs> otherwise, I was dying left, right, and center. And in yeah. the end, I was getting to the point where I was like, you know what, I just give up, reset. Um, it has, you can't save until there, there are only certain points throughout the game that you can save. The, there is a save, there is a way to save if you rest. Um, to rest, you need to make sure that you go into a site like a lot of the um, areas that there's going to be like offices or um, places of interest that you can get to. Like there's um, laboratories, obviously, because these are you know all, it's all designed that you've got to be able to survive on that planet. So they're going to have laboratories. Uh, you know, if you've you've seen if you've seen a the, the film Aliens, it's it's the same that same kind of environment. Um, you know, when you go into there at certain areas, there's even a bar <laughs> with with neon lights on the side of it, which is actually quite cool. Uh, so you can. So the best way to save is to make sure you've got uh, a welding torch. Um, those welding torches also help repair. So you've got a repair thing. Um, you've got first aid and you've got points. The points that you will allow you to use your special abilities, so your flamethrowers, your mines, um, you know, things like that. So when you're in a combat situation, you can only use, like, a, your grenade launcher once, then it's on a cooldown. Um, you're going to get three, uh, three, at the start, you get three grenades to use against... Like so, you'll you'll get waves of aliens coming towards you. So you you if you use your grenade launcher three times, you've got to wait for that cooldown before you can use them again. If it's a big wave, you don't want to be using your main your special weapons too soon because of that cooldown. Uh, what else am I missing? Something I'm trying. Yeah. So what was I going to say? Yeah, the the save point can also be done via locking off or welding up doors so like if you enter a room and it's got three doors you have to um seal all three doors before it becomes a safe place when it's a safe place you get the opportunity to uh click rest when you rest your squad recuperates it they calm their heart rates down because there's a, there's also a heart rate monitor system that you've got to keep an eye on um which i feel like it goes up way too quick uh, throughout combat um, some of your characters if you remember the film Aliens I'm sure you'll remember there was um, uh, I think it was was it Hicks he was kind of the com comedic character throughout the film Hudson Hudson Hudson. there we go Hudson, Hudson yeah. there is a there is a Hicks though isn't there um, yeah, Hicks, yeah. yeah. which is Michael Bean yeah. and I, yeah. I forget the actor's name now who played yeah. Hudson so he's the comic comic yeah there's a comic comic uh, guy, uh, is it Bill Pullman? Uh, I no, think Bill Pullman. Oh, I'm on it, but I'm googling it. You google it, and whilst I explain, then yeah. So, um, so yeah, there's there, there's a there. Whoever the actor was, um, oh Bill Bill Paxton. 
Um, Bill Paxton. It was yeah. Bill something. Yeah. Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton, yeah, yeah. who is really great, actually. He's um, sadly missed, but yeah. Um, yeah, great, yeah. He was a great... great his character at the start of the film, no major spoilers here, but if you haven't seen it, um, <laughs> he's all jokey at the start, but then later on he gets panicky. Well, that's what your yeah. characters do. Um, that is what happens with your characters, but that seems to wrap up very quickly. Though yeah, I feel like I think yeah. I think like in order to control their heart rates, you are you are given as part of your first aid, you're given some. They can take some pills to to lower their heart rates so down. Green. Yeah, something like that. Um, basically, to reduce their um, Viagra. <laughs> um, but yeah, they they that that reduces their their anxiety and so they, they can be a bit more controlled when firing their weapons it's akin to darkest dungeon isn't it it is yes i was gonna say it's got that kind of darkest dungeon uh, if darkest dungeon and XCOM basically had a kid <laughs> this is what you'll probably get from it um ugly looking kid <laughs> some ugly looking kid man <laughs> uh but yeah they they're, they're Game over, man. Game over. Game over. You can't. You can't not say the word. Can you? Can't not say it. Game over, man. Game over. Um, but yeah, you got to control. You if you if you control their their heart rates and they 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 bring they they come they calm down a bit. Their their aims are a little bit more better, but their aims become more skittish and they start firing in all sorts of directions. Well, they get de- it's a de- yes, it's a debuff, yeah. and that at that point they can easily get taken away. Oh, yeah, so they get dragged along. You've got to try and then aim your fire on the alien that's taken away one of your buddies <laughs> in the squad. You need to do that. That's kind of important, um, and that's happened to me a few times. But that's that's where the safe points uh, come come in useful because they help reduce that without using the pills. So you're not using the pills as often. Um, but then, of course, you are using your welding torch because that goes against it. The welding torch, or the mechanical um, um, thing that you have, also is applied to trying to fix turrets. So you got your turrets throughout. You can strategically place your turrets um, in certain areas so that they can try and take control of, like, you know, uh, keeping on things whilst you're running around shooting other things. Um, so yeah, but then the the aliens will attack those turrets straight away. So you have to try and repair them. Um, but uh, yeah, so you've got to try and balance things. It like you know, it's an RTS. That's the whole point. You've got to balance where you spend your points. You've got to balance where you put your turrets. What I found was the best way to do it is to, like I said, I had the first mission was 16 objectives. I I was trying to do every objective in a stupid kind of suicide way because like, you know, then becomes, it's a crazy way of doing it. People were dying. I'm having to reset. You, you go back to a safe point. If you haven't saved in a safe location, then you've got to rely on the auto save. The auto save will only come around once certain objectives have been achieved. So, you know, you've got to be mindful of that. Uh, Are you saying that going in guns blazing is not the way to do it? Yep, pretty much. Like it's you know it it is it is a strategic way of playing. It is um, obviously as the name suggests, it's an RTS. You know, you got to mm. place your marines in a certain position so they don't get um, bottlenecked. Um, fire a because 
the thing is with the with shooting one xenomorph hit a trigger off a scream that triggers that then lets all the other xenomorphs target that location so then there's a hunt that will begin but that hunt is a countdown it's like a i think it's a 30 second countdown that you'll have um and if if you haven't sustained that sort of area or made sure that you've locked that area down um before that timer then more and more will eventually keep coming once that timer's gone the hunt then goes over then um because in the top right hand corner there's a it tells you what kind of status that you're in. So there's either easy, so that the, the that means that the enemies are surrounding you will be a lot easier to kill. Of course, you've got to then worry about the hunt beginning. And then it goes on to a harder settings. So it increases depending on the severity of it. So like if there's more than one xenomorph chasing you, as it were, or attacking your location, then more will swarm that area. Um, and then there's a greater chance of one of your men being taken away. Obviously, uh, to like something that you, you know, you want to try and reduce down as much as you can, but also throughout that, you've also got the, you know, the eggs, which have the little face huggers. I've had someone actually get killed by that because I was panicked. Everyone was panicked. I played it kind of, I played my first couple of rounds really bad, but again, this is like, Brotato, you learn it as you go along, and but I, I again, it's not. I'm not normally when I've played these sort of games before. I'll be like, you know, what, I'm done. I'm done. I give up, and I, I move away. This, I'm not finding it so much. Yes, the save points could be a little bit better, but like I said, there are certain places where you can save if you create those safe environments. Um, but there's more often than not, you're having to try and get to that point in the first place. Um, but I, I've been enjoying for what I've played. For, uh, now I'm starting to understand the game a little bit more better. I know not to rush into certain uh, situations. I know to try and back off when I should. Um, not to try and put all my eggs in one basket, as it were, by trying to get every up opportunity to take down certain uh bosses there, there is boss fights throughout this there's a few we come across uh very early on i thought it was very i know it's probably the last part of the, the very first mission there's a queen which for me feels like it should be an end game boss but you know whatever um she was there you take her on um but I kept replaying the same mission over and over again for about 10 times straight. Again, what I was saying about like rage quitting the game, I I didn't. Normally, I probably would have done by now, but I think it's just it's just the environment. It's just the, this franchise itself has kept me uh, akin to wanting to play it. Um, and yeah, I'm really enjoying it. Uh, negatives. I'm going to get away from all the good stuff. Let's get on to the bad stuff. I've not noticed any bad sort of graphically sort of T-posing or shit like that. There's not been anything bad like that happening. But the voice lines, dear God, wish they would have recorded more dialogue. The dialogue in this is way too repetitive. Um, an example of that, if someone goes down, well, one of your team members will go down. Eventually, you're going to discover that. You'll pick them up and 
there's only one voice line and it's, oh man, I wish you'd lose weight. Oh man, I wish you'd lose weight. You pick them up and it's not always just your teammates. Sometimes it's a fetch and carry quest that you have to go on and you'll pick someone up and again, it's the same voice line. Um, going over to fix a turret. Okay, baby, I'm fixing you up. Okay, baby, I'm fixing you up. It's just repetitive, repetitive, repetitive voice lines. I hope and pray. I know, vo- again, I'm going over to XCOM who did it better um, in terms of like um, the mods and stuff. They're, I don't look for mods necessarily to help. Yeah, I mean, it's, they're nice to sort of help you um, with currencies and stuff like that. Um, but Hopefully, like with XCOM, um, I think is it Nexus mods that do it do really well. Um, I don't know, Freddie might back me up on that. Um, I'm not, I can't remember if yeah. it's called ne- Nexus, yeah, Nexus yeah. mods, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but I would, I went and played when I played the XCOM, you had things like you could have Arnold's voice, like Arnold Schwarzenegger's voice, get to the chopper, you know, that kind of thing, or you even had. In Exxon, I, was, I mentioned it Freddy the other day, you even had the sound files for at the Alien. You, I'm, I'm sure you're all familiar. If you've oh, seen right, Alien, yeah. you know the sound files for their, the, the weapons? There was oh, a right. sound file you could put in XCOM. So it sounded like you were firing. You obviously, get the weapons if you wanted. Yeah, you could get you get those type of weapons. The pulse rifle guns. So things like that. I'm hoping that they have Nexus. I hope that someone does do voice mods for this. I, I, as far as the game's concerned, the gameplay for me, I'm really enjoying the the fact that I'm going in, having to try and survive, keep my characters. The fact that you can customization could do with a little bit more as well. I would hope that there's more facial features that would have been nice. Um, I know you don't really get to see your characters because of that um, isometric view that you have, but it would be nice whilst creating them to have. A little bit more play on that. Um, yeah, it was a DLC that gave me a few more um, com. Uh, some of the, the you know the uh, uniform and stuff, com. Uh, the armor and stuff that yeah you could you could do that. Um, but I'd, I'd like to see more of that without it being a DLC. Just they should have just included that anyway. I think I don't think there needed to be DLCs that are going to cost them. It's going to cost you. Um, I think if you'd pay for the DLC, I'm not saying I didn't pay for it. I'm just saying um, three pound twenty nine on Steam. But you know, again, there's probably other places that, like as as we always mention, uh, this is just Steam prices. CD keys pro- probably will be cheaper or other places. It's not always just CD keys, but yeah, that's that go to. I know if um, Freddy is uh, was or is sponsored by him. I'm so still, yeah, I'm still, I'm still, I'm still sponsored. Sponsors, yeah. So Freddy will give you some codes there if you can follow him on his channel. Uh, that's uh, twitch.tv forward slash the Freddy show. Um, yeah, and I'm sure <laughs> he'll help you out there. Um, but yeah, you got. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's all I can say about it. Um, it's a good game. It's a good, like I said, it's a good RTS. It's a good, I think it's a good, if if you're familiar with RTS, you might find this not your thing. There are other games out there, but for me, I, I, I love I loved the gameplay of it. I love, I just love the environment. It's the environment that does it for me. It's the alien universe. And that's why I, I'm, I was drawn to this. And, you know, when I saw it, I was like, oh, I really want to get it. Oh, can we get there? <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I'm I'm really happy that I've got it. I'm happy to be played it. I've been played it for, like I said, a good 16 hours. 
Um, I, I, I think some of the reviews on Steam, there's not too, there are a couple of bad ones. There, there, there always will be. Um, it's, you know, it's, if you like the alien environment, I, I'm sure you might enjoy this. If you like RTS, then this is a, I think this is a good sort of start in RTS. Yeah. Um, it's not so hardcore, I don't think, as some others. Um, but yeah, it's, it's not, this is, this is, a, I, I like it. I like what it is. Um, it's aliens. What more can you, what more can you want? <laughs> it's an alien universe. I love it. I like it. It's good. Um, yeah, apart from those, one or two niggling things that, you know, the voice acting, they could do away with. And yeah, I, I just, please just bring out some more voices or just ask, I'll, I'll do them for you if you want. <laughs> I don't mind. I'm up, I'm up for rent. Hurrah, Marines. Hurrah, yeah. We could do the, we could do the, we could do the Marines. Oh, yeah. I would. I'll in the game. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm sure there are a few uh, Greta voices I could add to this, you know. How? I'm here, alien. Yeah. <laughs> um, if anyone's seen my Greta series, they'll understand why I, I, I said yeah. that. But otherwise, you, might, you won't get that. You won't. Yeah. If you haven't seen it, go and watch it. Oh, yes. see, this, see this wall here? This wall here. <laughs> I'm by the wall here. Put some mines here too. This lovely wall will protect us. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, yeah. I don't know. You guys are interested in aliens or R2Ss, but if you got any yeah, thoughts on this. I'll jump in on this uh, quickly. Before, uh, is it? One thing I did notice that, and just to be a little bit more critical as as, as I am, um, the other thing I didn't like about the game, but mostly, um, I thought the character models were a bit whack. Um, the environments and the actual when you zoom in on the map and you look at the details of the world, etc., um, especially the alien hives, the, the you know, when the, or the, especially in the underground and the, and the mines, I thought it was very good, very detailed. Like you zoom in, it's very very. It looks like you're in the alien universe, like big time. They've got the they got the atmosphere nailed. Uh, they've got the got the environment details now. But when you look at your characters, for me, they just felt like a little bit out of place. They just felt like um, a little bit. You no, know, they they don't really blend with the graphical fidelity of the background. So they they look a bit cheap. It's just, just me. I'm not trying to be like, not trying to take away anything from the game. You know, obviously graphics don't make the game. But when you have such an attention to detail environments. And then the character models, like I say, you've got limited faces, limited um, customization, and it, they just sort of look like Sim characters. You know, just look, look, look like, like Sims three characters put into this really high detailed world. And where obviously the high fidelity doesn't matter because we, your isometric view, you can zoom in, you can play completely zoom you in. Can, you can, yeah. Really want, right? So if you if you really want to like zoom in and immerse yourself like you don't know what the hell's going on sort of thing you'd be dead in seconds in this game but if you wanted to do that you, i would like to see what, what update or mods i would like to see mainly mods really is probably up, upscale the resolution on the character models i think they're a little bit lackluster compared to the rest of the game um <clears> especially <throat> in the in the in between scenes where you're doing the inventory management and you're doing the you're doing the story when they zoom into the story stuff the characters just look a little bit weak like it, it doesn't. Just, just my personal opinion. In this, in the day of high fidelity, high, high graphics, next generation graphics, um, it just they seem a little bit, um, just a little bit compared to the rest of the game, not as polished. 
as a as, as a way to put it as as the rest of the game. Um, the, the other niggly thing I, I didn't like um, um, was the again you touched on the voices. I think that the voice dialogue and the voice delivery, and the fact that they quote the movies as well. They, there's a lot of Alien Two quotes. You you blink and you miss it, but they, they say it over and over and over again, which kind of gets really gets really gyrating. Um, especially when you're standing around trying to figure out what you're doing. It's like, come on, Marines, we ain't got time to lose. Come on, Marines, we ain't got time to lose. Come on, Marines, shut up. Thankfully, there is an option to turn it off. So if you wanted to, if you really didn't like that, there is an option in the, in the option menu. You can actually shut them up, um, which is great because it, it, after a little while, um, after, after after watching Mr. Steve's stream, and uh, <laughs> I was like, hold on, I'm patching you up. After about 100 times of listening to that, I was like, Kill me now. <laughs> it can get a bit, uh, a bit gyrating. Um, the other thing, another thing, it's it's not it's not an easy game. Like there's there's I don't know if there's difficulty settings. Um, I don't think there is. There no. There is. Um, so the whole game is set like hard. Like it's a hard game. Like like you start just to touch on the strategy a little bit. Um, one of the strategies that I did read, and I'm not correcting <laughs> my point I made earlier. But the, the, the guy, the guy reviewed the game, and he, he was he was saying how he plays the game and how he's approached the game. He was basically going in, uh, doing like a couple of like a quarter of the map, and then leaving, yeah. and then and then going coming in, going back, coming in, coming back, refreshing his team, and yeah. like, they're all like, <clears throat> more blue. And but I don't. But the thing is, there's a type. There is actually a time limit on the on the map on the world, and on the on the world map at the bottom, it will say alien threat. Yeah. Right, and the alien threat is indicated by how long you've been on the planet for. So I think you was past day thirty. I think when we when I was watching you play, Mister Steve. So there's there's a there's a point where you get to like day forty or something, and the and it starts ticking up five, six, seven, eight, and it, it basically when you would go anywhere that has an alien hive, it will be default medium or hard. So you you basically the longer you tank, the harder it becomes later on like just with the aliens alone that's not including all the other areas you've got to go to and you know you know it's it's not um it's not sort of time friendly you really do have to sort of go in get go in and do as much as you can without leaving but the the downside to that is obviously like mr steve said just your squad gets you know butchered um quite easily and it is. It's, I don't think the style of games for everybody. The fact that it has, if it doesn't have the aliens license, I don't think it'd be as popular. Um, I think. I think the game. The game is as a little bit a niche to it um, in terms of like people are like XCOM fans. It appeals to strategy fans and sort of like the hardcore sort of difficulty people will like this sort of challenge. Me personally, I'm actually put off by the by the difficulty the, the difficulty scaling. And uh, watching you die quite quite a lot. Well, to me, I would have, like I said, I would have rage quit. I would have uninstalled the game, give up. You know, um, I I I like strategy games, but I've never finished any of my XCOM games because I got I got as an example right. If I was if I had like level threes and level fours Marines, and I went to an area and they all died, I would eat my controller. You know, because <laughs> you did, obviously you can reload. But if you get stuck and you can't say, you, for instance, you use a particular weapon you need, or there's a particular bit of kit that you've not brought with you, or you haven't brought enough healing with you because you didn't have enough resources, you know, all that sort of plays into it. If you don't resource management properly, it will affect you later on in the game. Yeah. And the going going to the the missions, you have to sort of be sparringly with your resources because you can pick up resources in the maps and take them back to your base. 
and you can have like resource scavenge hunts if you like where you your objective is not to get seen by the enemy i think i think the game sort of plays to the fact that you're not supposed to do a lot of combat until you until you absolutely have to um because the, the fact that if you get spotted early and then you keep say for instance right i'm just going to hunt all these aliens down i'm going to clear this place out you'll be dead before you even you know before you even get past wave the medium first second medium wave especially when you first start the game because you haven't got the gear so it's it's very i wouldn't say it's it's uh begin it's like uh beginner friendly like it's not a sort of game you want to pick up if you've never played these sort of games before um if you're if you're interested in these sort of games you think oh, i like the look of of uh, of this of dark descent and uh, I, I like aliens but i'm not sure if i, I want to jump into a game like this play the XCON games and then if they're cheap they're like four or five quid most of them and then that'll give you an idea if you're going to like dark descent but for me personally as an rts and strategy fan it's a very good game i will be picking this up but i'm i'm just a little bit skeptical of the difficulty whether i'll i'll probably I'll, I'll, you know me i'll rage for, I'll rage for every bloody game i play but um i i, I do I do look a look of it i think that they pat they patched some of the um issues as well um there's a few bugs and stuff that have been happening like characters get stuck uh there's alien pathing and stuff that needs sorting out um there's a few things where uh, the 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 guns and that don't register the hits on the aliens and they just keep on walking even though they're being shot they just they just keep on going there's a few but sort of i think some of those negative reviews are just bug 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 complaints um so they, they will get they will iron out the bugs the devs are really good um and the future's bright this, this looks good I, mean, I i want to be able to play as the aliens the aliens team uh from you know x x426 or xv426 whatever the, the, the planet they go to and play the mission with the characters like the ripley and the hicks and the hudson i want i want i want that of all the voice acting in, in this style of game i think if they had that license it's what um it's what alien isolation did so well it's because they it was written into the law and as far as i'm aware dark descent is is canon like what happens is canon um so same as uh, aliens clone marines that was canon even though terrible game um and then alien isolation is canon as well so considered a unofficial sort of prequel or sequel if you like to aliens uh which is you know i think it's i think it's because ripley has a daughter don't she and yeah it's her. um yeah you play as a uh, ripley's daughter yeah, when, that wake up, when she wakes up in like uh, aliens too she's like her daughter's already in her 90s or 80s or something so she doesn't want to see her um so it's it's very good that that plays into that sort of aspect of the of the law um i don't think there'll ever be a better right aliens game than alien isolation but i'll sidetrack if i start waffling on about that but anyway it's a very it's a very good game but just be wary that it might not be for you even if you like XCOM. if you're not it's because it's more rts it's more rts based than it is XCOM based because you don't hide behind cover you don't like set up um you know positions where you're you can overwatch and stuff like that you've got your turrets that you put down you've got your mines you've got your defensive a bit and you have to be you have to sort of react on the fly which is very rtse so um yeah just be aware that if it's not if you don't like rts games you're not going to like the gameplay of dark descent just just, just to sort of give a give it my two cents worth but yeah it's, it looks good i can't wait to play it myself i'm probably going to pick it up when i've um completed final fantasy 16 <laughs> I'm still playing that at the minute. I did actually forget to mention that um, the difficulty settings that I've I've 
pretty much forced upon myself because I keep skipping days. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, let's get some more resources because you can do that if you skip days, but it does increase the threat level, and that's 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 on me. But that's that's just you know how I've gone about playing the game. And yeah, I know. Although I did already mention there, uh, and where you picked up on the fact that you uh. The, the waves get a little bit, whoa, <laughs> yeah. bit, oh shit, I keep dying and dying. And yeah, like the, um, as I, I have um, only sort of just started to play in the style of go in, do one, objective, come out, because you will get annihilated too soon, especially when you don't have, um, especially when you don't have the resources straight away. I mean, like I said, there is a way to have got those resources to help boost them, but then that just increases your days because you can't go in. You have to rest your Marines because they're exhausted from a battle. So you have to rest them one day or two days, depending on the severity of their uh, damage. If they've been damaged, it might take two or three days. So you might, in order to get uh, a full squad of four, you can bring in someone else. If you're, I think you can make four or five characters, but you can only go down. At the start, you can go down with four. I think later on, as the game progresses, I, I'm a, I, I believe you, you start adding more to your squad. So I think you can go five. I'm not sure if it goes beyond five, or there might be five or six. But at the start, you, can, you only start with four, but later on, you can have a fifth member. So that makes it a little bit more better. But... I'm not sure at what stage that comes into play, but yeah, I just thought about a couple of things that I, I missed out on. But uh, yeah, anyway, uh, I don't know, Bacon, if you're interested in aliens or probably not, but <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, RTS, RTS games. So I, I'm not a massive RTS game fan, I have to admit. I kind of, I, I used to play them back in the day with like Command and Conquer and stuff. Um, you are? It's a classic, sorry. It's it is a classic, yeah, 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 absolutely. Especially Red Alert. Red Alert. Uh, uh, you don't play Red Alert 3. I don't think I played Red Alert 3 now. No, play Red Alert 3. <laughs> I'm not even saying why, just play Red Alert 3. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think I haven't really played one for a while because I don't, I, I struggle with the patience now to actually have to think when it comes to strategy. I'm not particularly strategic. I am the kind of person that goes in all guns blazing, um, which is why I'm crap at a lot of FPS games, um, especially ones that require you to save ammo at any point <laughs> yeah. or that, re- or that made me jump scare. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, I think the last, probably the last proper RTS I played was um, Homeworld, which is uh, awesome. If you like space RTSs, the Homeworld series is fantastic. Uh, but I think that the the one that kind of the only one that I remember that really got me hooked, and maybe this was because it wasn't long after I got my first PC, it was June two Battle for um, Arrakis, and I played that so so long, it was ridiculous. But yeah, these days, yeah, my. Because of the lack of time I have for playing games, something like an RTS, I'm just like, usually by the time I get around to playing a game, I'm just like, oh, I just want to kill things. Mm. So, yeah. Um, and then play RTSs. Uh, yeah, and then play RTSs, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, 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 but certainly anything that's like based around aliens, it's one of those weird things. It's like, I, I like aliens as a film, but it's not something I regularly watch for obvious reasons. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. So yeah, and, and anything that builds that kind of suspense, which this RTS most likely will, it'll just be that'll be something that'll just I'll panic, I'll do something, my squad will die, I'll start again, and before I know it, the PC's out the window. <laughs> <laughs> just a normal reaction. <laughs> to be fair. Yeah. So yeah, pro- probably probably not for me that one. Ah, <laughs> <clears throat> oh dear. I must. Oh, I'm going to point out. I did get a three point three percent um achievement. I just looked at some of my achievements. Three point three percent achievement. Yeah. Is that achievement? Yeah. Which is all oh, right. I was for completing three point three percent of the yeah. game. No, no, no. Uh, 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 sorry. <laughs> An achievement on Steam. It's a three point three percent of players have this achievement. Oh, yeah. I didn't, oh, I didn't realize I had that. I, I, I like those achievements. Yeah. Feel like I've oh, I feel like I've accomplished. Yeah, because it's the only one that's. <laughs> they usually you could tell if you've got the steam. If you could tell that uh, your achievements, you go, you hover yeah. over it. It's it's the one that's actually shiny. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's out of all of them. I'm like I'm rather proud of that. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you what one it is though. Yeah. Um, I'm lucky if I get the achievements where it says congratulations, you finished the tutorial. You just get the participation award or learning up the game. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. Congratulations. You're in the game up. Yes. Oh, those part. achievements. Oh, they make me look. Oh, they're just mad. They're... <laughs> Enter the options screen. Achievements. Yeah. There, there was, there, there's been a few games like that. I um, can't think off the top of my head, but I've seen them myself. It's like, oh. I've, I've had a few where I've gone, what? what? You I've got, not done anything. You've got, I've watched a trailer. There's, there's a, I think it was, I'm not sure whether it was from the Xbox, but there, there was, uh, I'm sure there was an Xbox game. When you switched on your Xbox, you got an, an achievement. Congratulations, you switched on the Xbox. Yeah. <laughs> you found yeah. the on button yeah. <laughs> and remember to plug it in. Well yeah. done, you. <laughs> Pat on the back. <laughs> your little infant probably could have got that just by accidentally pushing the bloody thing, but yay. That's what they're aimed. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm sorry, <laughs> I went completely off on a different thing there. Uh, achievement hunters. I'm not an achievement hunter. I don't look for them, but I, I, I do like the ones that stand out. And that one stood like out. The ones you get. I do like the ones you get when you're not looking for it in this site. Yeah, it's, you yeah. get them in the site. So when I at, at the time when I completed Street Fighter Six, I was like, it was like two point nine percent of players have, have this achievement. And I was like, really? I'm one of the few people who have completed the game. It's now gone up to fifteen percent. But at the time, I was like, yes, I'm one of the first to complete the game. And it's like, oh, it's not shiny anymore. I'm sad. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to sell my cards now on Steam. I don't want it. <laughs> sell my account. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, sorry, uh, Megan. Sort of. That's all right. Uh, yeah. I, I, no. I, was, I was pretty much done with that one. I'm <laughs> uh, checking that. Yeah, no, I, there we go. I think we're, we're pretty much done with that. Then. Uh, so, yeah, uh, that's... We've only done two two games. Um, <laughs> Freddie, you got another game for us? I do. Right. I do. Final Fantasy Sixteen is uh, on the PS5, PS5 exclusive. Uh, I just want to get this out of the way before I start, and it, um, it's safe talking about layers. The overheating issue and the, and the, game, and the game crashing... Um, it has been doing that to my system. I've had to buy third-party cooling uh, to actually play the game. Um, so I've had to bought a, a bought a free fan extension. Uh, it was twenty-five quid, and I'm going to buy a uh, a base heater fan cooler, which is another twenty quid. Uh, and I've had to move my PlayStation from horizontal to uh, vertical 
understanding in order to combat this uh, overheating problem. Uh, so basically, the game is. Let me go. It's, this is not against the game. The game's amazing, but the game literally melts the CPU and the GPU on the PS5, pushes it beyond its capabilities because the lack of cooling on the system, which I beg his belief that you have a hardware um, as powerful as this, because it is a powerful system, there's no doubt about it. It has absolutely no cooling whatsoever. It has one fan, and it is, and it is a uh, hog for dust and debris. Um, thankfully, you can just take the plates to essentially pop off. You don't, it doesn't damage the PS5. Uh, they pop off the top plate, and you can get to the fan. And if you've got an electrical screwdriver, you can take the fan out and clean it properly. And you know, I'd recommend a dust can, a uh, dust, a dust blower, and blow, blow the, blow the, all the crap out of it. Um, recommend you do it outside because you will choke to death on dust if you, uh, if you don't clean it very often. So anyway, that out, that out of the way. Um, there hasn't been any official uh, response from Square Enix yet, despite multiple videos, multiple tweets, multiple. I've even tweeted at them. Uh, multiple messages, emails. I've even emailed them as well to say that you know you need to fix this. Um, there's a basically when you're play when you're fighting the uh, Econ fights, which is the summon battles, um, that causes the uh, GPU to melt and the CPU to melt. And then you get a nice little screen saying your PS5 is going to overheat and will break if you carry on playing, which is great. Which basically means basically that's the last its message for you to turn off the PlayStation before the PlayStation implodes. Um, so yeah, is that really back. a Squeenix issue though? Because it's it's yes, all right. It's, it's it's the software that's causing it, but the it's, hardware but shouldn't allow it to happen. No, the it's a combination of both. This, this, there's supposed to be uh, limiters on the PS5 that's supposed to stop it from overheating. Apparently, it depends on what model you have, um, whether the issue is severe or not. I've got the 2021 model. Um, people that have the the earliest editions like 2020. Um, their their PlayStations are literally blowing up. They literally just not stop working. They don't they don't load up. They don't do anything. They literally break. Um, so Sony is aware of the issue, but they they're saying it's a Square Enix. Basically, it's an optimization problem. They they've not optimized the game. Apparently, this is all. This isn't being you know. This isn't gospel. This is just other technical people talking about it and what they think was causing the problem. And um, they basically said that because the PlayStation is if you run it on graphical mode, you're more likely to melt the computer. Uh, if you run it on fidelity mode, which is performance mode on the PS5, um, you're less likely to run into the issue. I think that, that is, personally, that's all horse, horse shit because I've, had, I've, I've been running it on performance mode since I've had it, and I've had seven crashes, two black, two black screens, and I've had, I've had five times where it's been unresponsive, and I've had to unplug the power to get the things to come back to life. And you're not supposed to unplug the power where it's on because it, obviously you get the same thing of Windows, PC. Unplug it when the power's on, you mess it up, blah, blah, blah. So I've probably damaged my PlayStation 5 at this point without times it's crashed. Um, but that's just a just voice for thought there. If you're thinking about buying PS5, Final uh, Fantasy 16, which you should because the game's amazing, and I'll get to that in a second. But get some, get some third-party cooling because it has massively helped uh, with myself. Um, because I've got, for whatever reason, um, my PlayStation seems to fall into the bracket of the, the ones that melt. Um, the newer ones, like the ones that have been released this year, don't seem to be overheating. So it seems to be like an older version, an older sort of whatever stuff they built with. I'm guessing the components were cheaper, or they 
couldn't get the components, so they built them whatever in 2020-21. We only had all the component stuff when it started going through the roof. Yeah. Uh, maybe maybe they had issues then, and, and they built it or whatever they could find, and now they've sorted their supply out, and the later ones are better quality. I don't know. It seems to be very hit and miss of a lot of people, but for for the most for, for the most part, uh, the problem has been crashing, overheating, and just generally not working. Apparently, even the demo caused this, which was um, which wasn't widely reported because it wasn't everybody. Now a lot more people are having problems. Anyway. That's the that's that out of the way. Uh, I just wanted to mention that before I get started on my uh, little tidbit. Um, so to the game, uh, Final Fantasy 16 is an action RPG. It's not a turn-based game, uh, akin to very, them very. Some fans are very disappointed that it hasn't gone back to the turn-based um, sort of mantra, if you like, of the Final Fantasy series. Um, I said this. I actually had a massive argument with somebody in in uh, YouTube YouTube comments. Um, I basically said, well, they're not going to stick to turn-based because no one plays turn-based games anymore very 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 few people play turn-based rpgs and i'm not just saying that you know what do you need there is you know, there isn't there isn't a massive audience for that anymore i mean Baldur's gate is still you know it's still popular and it's mainly on the pc console you could argue that console really isn't isn't really a market for it anymore people still like playing them yeah sure but they're not going to go out of the way to to look for them if you know what i mean so it's more a console has always been more Sort of engineered towards action gaming, so that's where that's the direction they went, and I kind of understand that from Square um, Enix's point of view in in terms of moving the genre forward. Um, and I generally think it's a better idea. This is this is the first combat we've had, which has been free flow combat, and is in the kin to the style of Devil May Cry. As uh, combat in Final Fantasy 16 is one of its massive strengths, and um, it's very enjoyable. The amount of combos and juggling and damage you do. It's very satisfying. One of one of my one of my favourite things in the game is the combat. Um, so it, the the game is an eighteen. Uh, you play this guy called Clive, uh, Clive Rosfield. Uh, he's a he's a rich family, and the game starts off. He, he's their their family is blessed by the Econs, who are the prominent force in this universe. They're basically like gods. Um, where but if you're familiar with other Fire Factory games, they're the summonable creatures you can get that you you do damage with. And like special summons that you can get in Fire Factory 7, 8, 9, 10. You know, they're, sort of, they're taken the summons and sort of based their whole game, Game of Thrones ish around. Think of the dragons in Game of Thrones. The acorns are like the dragons, they're like super rare and powerful, but this time they're actually attached to the families rather than having just one, what, rather than having just like Daenerys, who's queen of the dragons. Every every region has a, their own Daenerys, queen or king of the acorns, and then we have different ones. So there's six continents. You have the um, you are the kingdom of fire. So you'll you'll play that your 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 um brother who's um who Clive is like a shield looks after. In the start of the game, um, there's a war brewing. Um, you head to a sort of uh, castle with um your family, your old man, your brother, and you at this point Clive's fifteen, and uh, that same happens. Um. There's a, there's a tragedy, and then the game sort of skips ahead um, 13 years, and then you play Clive when he's in his 28, and then sort of the main story sort of picks up from there. I'm not going to give too away too many spoilers. I'm trying to keep it spoiler free, um, but the demo is available if you want to like experience the the main part of the camp. That the whole intro, the first two hours of the story campaign, is available to play for free, um, and that will give and that sets up the rest of the game. So I highly recommend you you play that. If you want to know the ins and outs of the of the story for Clive, now 
as the, as the game progresses, you unlock more more moves, more powers, um, and the game is is linear. It's sort of a semi open world game where you visit areas along the along the get along the uh, map. Um, it's not it's not fully open world. Like you'll like, for instance, like The Witcher, you'll pick an area, you'll go to it, and then it'll be a, a semi massive open world where you visit towns and you can go and explore and kill things and grind monsters and find loot and stuff. Uh, and in between all that, there's side quests among, uh, that run alongside your main quest. Um, and some of these side quests are quite linear, where it's be like, go and fetch me this, that, the other, go and kill this, that, the other. Uh, especially at the early, at the early, the early game, the quests are the side quests are awful. I will say that they're very, very sort of um, cookie cutter MMO type quests. If you've ever played an MMO, um, you will know the sort of busy quest you got, you get, you know, the stuff that's sort of just there to fill the time. At the start, you'll get a lot of busy quests because the game sort of tutorials you right the way up until about twenty hours in, and after the after the sort of the first part, first chapter, if you like, then the wheels are off and the game really opens up, and you get the the meaty, the really good side quest, and you get the bounty board, which gives you hunts for specific massive side boss, sort of mini bosses, side bosses that you can go and kill for loot and rewards, and that that is really cool. I like I like that aspect. Of, Again, it feels like it feels like a single player MMO. The whole game feels like a, a single player MMO. The story is extremely dark. Okay. Um this isn't a cookie this isn't a cookie cut storyline. This this storyline involves slavery, dead children, uh dead um dead icons, dead people, uh lots of this is basically it's a tale of survival and the fight against the uh, the oppression of the gods. The, the, there's a there's a there's a the main antagonist of the get of the whole game is called Ultima, and uh, he is a god that is hell bent on wiping out the human race on this planet. A bit he's doing it indirectly by having everyone fight over the Econs. So he created the Econs, and uh, it comes about that your character Clive is actually a vessel for him, um, and but because he's been enslaved, he's been enslaved. He's had so much happen to him. He's been through so much trauma. Uh, he basically rejects Ultimate Chocolate. There's a, a bit of a spoiler. Sorry, there is a bit of a spoiler here. But Ultimate tries to claim Glive as his as his vessel because Ultimate wants the most powerful econ wielder for himself to use to take over the planet, to wipe out the remnants of the human race and, and forge the planet through his own will uh, and, and, start, and make a utopia with him as God, right? Um, so Clive uh, rebels against this, and he has the ability to absorb other icons' powers. Um, so he ends up absorbing quite a lot of powers. And by the end of the game, well, I haven't got to the end of the game yet, but I know by the end of the game you have like eight, eight or six powers, six or eight powers rather. Um, every single power has uh, a skill tree. Uh, there's, a, there's a passive skill tree. There's a skill tree that, is, uh, that you use to. The abilities, the abilities are mapped to R2, square, X, triangle. Um, and it's very, it's, it <laughs> sounds complicated, but it's not. It's actually quite easy. And speaking of uh, complicated, there has the accessibility uh, functions as they have the uh, 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 sort of inventory system where they have a ring, a necklace, and um, I can't remember the other thing, but there's, there's three accessories that you can equip. And there's basically, there's an option to make the game play itself. So if you're no good at fighting games you're no good at um combat you're no good at dodging you're no good at healing you're no good at 
commanding stuff, you know, good at make, you know, casting spells. There's options just to make the whole game just play it for you. And then you can just enjoy the story. You still control the character running around and stuff, but it does everything for you. Um, it's, uh, there was a lot of uh, busy noise, a lot of noise about this saying that the game was too easy and that the game was made for shit like toddlers and, you know, journalists. You know, they're, they're op- well, it's optional. Like this, the, the game doesn't put a gun to your head and go, right, you need to equip all these easy things so you don't actually play the game. If you, if you, if you play the game, you'll know it's a very deep, intrinsic, very, very complicated combat system that has so many nuances and things that work together. And it's, it's once you, once you figure out how stuff works together, it's, it is a pleasure to play. It, it, Devil May Cry was really fun figuring out all the combos and the juggling and all the really cool things you could do. This is the same way. It's what I think combat, in terms of all the games I've played, and across the, the, the you know the decades I've played video games, it is one of the best combat systems ever made for a video game. I'm just going to say that right out of that. It isn't easy. Um, you can have it easy if you want. You know, that's a choice. Uh, there's also the the game is pretty. Also, the game is pretty easy. Even without all the you know, without the extras, the game is quite not that difficult. Um, I used the I have the dodge assist on my guy because I can't dodge to save my life. Dodge what's that? Just get smacked straight in the face. So, so I'm too busy of you watching everything happening on screen, and there's so much going on. Honestly, if you remember the dodge, fair play to you. Sometimes I'll get the dodge right about the prompt, but if you if you're too slow, it will put it will slow the game down, and it will give you a chance to press the dodge button, and then you get out of the way. Uh, it's the same for the healing and the and the auto combat. It does it all for you. It gives you the prompt, or it'll just do it for you if you've got those equipped. It's very, very good. Um, exceptionally fun game. Like that, just having that accessibility for me is a win. But a lot of people saw that as a negative and trying to make a big deal of it. Um, but the story is is amazing. Uh, at first, I at first I must admit, at first for the first. Sort of 15 hours, I was like, this sucks. Like, I'm bored out of my face. I, I'm so fed up now because it's because it's quite handholdy. The first sort of 15 hours is still telling you how the game works and stuff. Um, so you can it can get if you if you can get past the, the sort of that sort of handholdyish start nature at the start and then the terrible side quest at the start of the game. Once you get past the first chapter, after the first significant plot event happens, um, after that the game just becomes something else. Like, and it keeps getting better i'm 32 hours in um i'm my character's like five is level 29 um i'm i'm just over the halfway point now of the game uh, at the, the, the amount of time i've put into it and there's new game plus as well so normal normal difficulty is quite easy and a new game plus apparently is like dark souls difficulty um but you also get a whole load new bunch of new stuff and there's a, there's a, I'm not, I'm not even including the weapon system and the, and the accessory system you can find. Um, you can use crafting. There's, there's a whole crafting chain to get a legendary weapon uh, in the game, which is a, which is one of the end game things to do. Uh, there's obviously that like I said there's, there's side quests. There's people you can talk to the world in, in the game about the state of the world that will give you an entire law breakdown of what's happening. It even goes through the game events so you can recap what's happened and what's happened to when, what time. To who and who's alive and who's dead it's very very cool i like i like that i like that a lot it's a very simple to follow chart breakdown of the law 
And I wish all games had that. That had any game that has like a, an extensive storyline has that breakdown. Um, there's a couple of there's a couple of things that bring it do bring it down for me though. It it although it is definitely game of the year contender. Uh, one of the, one of the most niggling things for me that I don't like about the game is um, the animations. When your character eats, sleeps, drinks, or hands food or drinks to anybody else, or the screen just goes black and you get a sound effect in place. And sometimes it can be very jarring. Um, to me, that it just lacks a little bit of polish. Like the, there's a certain animations are janky as well. Like you'll you'll come out of combat, and you'll get you'll go into a you go into a cutscene, and it'll be like super fast with your sword, like going, you know. So it, it looks a bit silly. There was a whole cutscene where his sword was missing, which made me laugh because it did look really stupid. Um, and there's a, there's a couple of bugs so you get stuck. I've got stuck a couple of times. Um, mobs always get stuck on a tree or they walk around the circle or they just completely ignore you if you walk past them. Um, there's a few things like that. It's a couple of niggly things. It's not game-breaking. and the, the animation thing mainly is the main thing that annoyed me the most was the black screen um, animations. Like you play The Witcher, right? And you go into a, you go into a bar and you, you, you get the animation where he drinks. Yeah? You, get, you get the animation where he drinks. You eat, you see him eating. How how can they not animate that? It it seems like they just cut corners. Like it's like oh no one's going to animate that. No one cares. It feels like they do that in Final Fantasy fourteen when you have a cutscene and they eat or drink. The screen goes black and it just plays a sound effect. It's very very lazy. Um, and uh, that's the only thing I thought really niggles me. Um, but the positives sound this music. Best soundtrack in a video game ever made. Uh, I'm not just saying that just to sound like an idiot, but it, it is generally speaking, it is one of the best soundtracks I've ever heard. It's very Ashura's Wrath. I don't know if you've ever played Ashura's Wrath, but it's the gameplay fight scenes and the, and the summon fights. It's Ashura's Wrath in a nutshell, and the combat and the the, the Acon fights are worth the price of a mission alone. This is the first full price game I've bought that I actually feel like I've got value out of it. You know, and I haven't even completed the game yet. It's the first AAA game I've played that I felt was actually worth the money. Like, this was 65 quid. Uh, it was bought for me as a Father's Day gift. So I'm quite lucky, really. Um, and it's it's worth the money. Like, if you have a PlayStation 5, this is a must-own. If you don't own a PlayStation 5, this game, this game's a must-own with the PlayStation 5. This is a system seller at its very best. And despite the issues of the overheating and stuff, if you get a brand new system like this year, you're not really gonna you shouldn't have any of those problems really. There's a lot a lot of people have said in the comments and in the things that I've read, anyone had any of these uh, any of these PlayStations bought this year have been absolutely fine. Like they've not had any crashes or anything. And um, had a couple of frame drops and that's about it. So um but yeah, it's one of the best RPGs I've played. I haven't finished it yet, but after 32 hours, I think I can give a fair cop on the on the game itself. Uh, voice voice acting um, is amazing. Like as a, an English dub, most of the in fact, mostly all the characters are English voiced. Um, and I will give credit to Ben Starr, who voices Clive. Honestly, he gives a performance of a lifetime. Some of the scenes are so raw, so uh, emotional that I actually. 
I was like tearing up. Like it actually hit me quite badly. Some of them. Um, it is it is a dark game. It's it's not it's there's not a lot of humor. Um, there is a little bit here and there, but it's, there's not a lot. It's 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 very it's very much Game of Thrones, super serious um, sort of story. Um, the characters are well written, they're well rounded. There's tons of side quests around the characters. Um, it's absolutely phenomenally written from, from at the moment, from start to finish. Um, but the, you know the story started off a little bit weak, but as you as you get into it, as you as you progress, it starts to make sense. And then, then the the law the law lady that you speak to I can't remember her name but the law lady you speak to makes it all click if you're not really if you haven't followed or don't understand what's going on in the universe it tells you and uh, there's you visit every continent uh, you get, you you don't just stay in your little island you go all over the place there's, there's hundreds of maps hundreds of locations all of them are draw, draw droppingly gorgeous there's not a, there's not a single scene or part of the game where I thought Jesus Christ this looks crap like the whole game just blows me away. Um, it's I've never seen a graphically. It's probably why the PlayStation melts because every every aspect in terms of the environment is just oozing absolute quality, and it's it is a must own game. I don't I don't know what computer will run this when it comes to PC. Um, it is a it is a limited time exclusive on PlayStation for six months. It will be coming to Xbox and PC next year. Um, and yeah, you know, honestly, I don't see any computer running this without literally <laughs> having the same problem. You know, without unless it has to be optimized properly, or you know, PCs are going to blow up. It's 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 so graphically intensive. There's so many particle effects, so many um, stunning vistas, and so many view. It's I just you know it's, I can't sing its praises enough, even with like the niggly things I've said. Um, but it's a solid nine out of ten for me. Maybe when I finish the game, it might be a ten out of ten. As it's going to be one of the few games that I'm actually going to new game plus and actually want to play through again, um, because there are choices you can make and you can make different choices as well later on um, in the end game. So yeah, that's 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 pretty much it for for, for me. I have streamed it a couple of times, but the game is is too big for streamers. Like it's, it's so massive. Um, it can be a little bit slow in between chapters when you're doing the side content. Some of it can feel a bit MMOE, where you you go go here, do X, Y, Z. Um, like I've said, but it feels like a single player MMO with the, the greatest boss battles of all time, accompanied with the soundtrack to match it and the voice acting. That's incredible. Um, you know, it's it's one of the best games of the year. It, it puts the rest of the AAA industry to shame. Um, because I haven't had that, I've, I haven't run into that many bugs, but a lot of people, a few people, had minor, really like minor, not not even. It's not even worth like talking about it's very minor like it's, people make mountains out of molehills for a hop but the, the heat that overheating issue is a problem and i hope they patch it um but yeah yeah overall solid game solid and i highly recommend uh, uh anyone who has a ps5 adds it to their wish list or their collection as soon as possible i will <clears throat> i think i've mentioned it Either to you directly, I think we was talking in, in basically off stream, but on chat. If I had a PS5, I probably would get it, but I've never played Final Fantasy games, so um, it just just looks pretty, you know. It looks and it does, look, you know, the voice acting, the the voice, you know, everything, everything works. Everything looks good about it. It's just I've never played a Final Fantasy, and it's not something I'm 
you know, again, just repeating what I've just said about not owning a PS5 probably means it's something I might never get the chance to play. But uh, if I did own one, this might be the one I would probably get out of the ones I've seen. And that's not to say that, that any of them are bad. It's just this is the one I've seen that I've really liked the look of more than anything. And that, that might just be a, uh, akin to the fact that they just keep progressing every time, every release, that they've constantly upped yeah. their own game. Yeah. As a, you know, as someone who's never played any of the games, I can't fully comment, but that's what I've seen in this. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Worth... I mean, it'd be worth it. It'd be worth adding to a wish list if I had a PS5, and and I think at some point uh, they it's only uh, uh, PS. It's, it's just an exclusive for a time limited, though, isn't it? Yeah, so six months. Six months. So yeah, there's. I think it's like a year or two years. It's it's six months. It's been confirmed six months. Yeah, you know, after that six months, uh, people will be able to get it. It should be on PC and Xbox. It yeah. Should be once he, once six months is up. Yes. Um, Excellent. Um, right. Uh, Bacon, you had anything for Hello? us? Do you have anything for us? What, do you want to add to I'm that? Afraid, uh, well, there's not much I can add to it because I haven't actually, like you, I haven't played any of the Final Fantasy games yet. Um, I was going to... Uh, I looked at playing Final Fantasy XIV. Yeah. Um, but I, I've just got too many other things that I've got to play at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I am interested in... In 16, it does look cool. I like the fact that it's, I know a lot of people again, you know, sometimes whinge about it, but I like the fact that it's a single player kind of like MMO. Because yeah. I, I like to play most things solo anyway, just because of the, you know, lack of time I have to play stuff. It's, yeah. you know, if you can't commit to a group that's going through it, you just get left behind. Yeah. Um, so it's nice to do that. Um, I've also played The Witcher 3, which I love. Um, I've not even scratched the surface of what's in that game. Right. And I looked, I'd, I've got, because I was given Wild Hunt as a as a gift for the Xbox One X, I think, um, a good few years ago. And then somehow I've managed to accumulate 1, 2, and 3 through uh, GOG. Yeah. And I thought about playing them in order, but I, I have to admit, I, this, I know that they were redoing the first one, and I don't like the way that the combat is looking at it in the first one. I know it's a, quite a bit different. The first one's combat is awful. Yeah, I have like, heard it that. Is, it is horrendous. Like, I, I've <clears throat> taken from someone who's completed which one. The combat, I, I wanted to eat my mouse. Like, it is, it is horrendous. Like, so, it, there is a mod. There are mods. Thankfully, there are mods. Like, if you get the combat mod, it fixes a lot of it, and it makes it more akin to Witcher 2 combat, which makes it a lot more easier to play. Um, I highly recommend downloading the Witcher 1 overhaul um mod pack for um on Nexus on Nexus yeah. or which one and that will that will massively improve your enjoyment of the game because the combat is it's like rock paper scissors like you've got you, you've yeah. got the heavy attack you've got the the swingy swingy arm attack and you've got like the, the spinneroony attack where you just does like light medium hard basically and mm. the hardest for the big boys mediums for the armored dudes and little and smallest for the, the fast numpties and when you get swarmed by them all, it doesn't switch between combat properly. So you end up getting just zerged. So um, it, it's very frustrating. So I'm glad they're remaking the first game. Um, 
But yeah, if yeah. Well, that was it. I thought it, I thought yeah, I'd either mod it or wait yeah, for the remake. Mod it. Trust me. Um, I played it, I played it modded and it was fine. But unmodded. The other, the other option was to completely just ignore the first one and just do the second one and the third you, one. But you can you can ignore the first one because the second one gives you the story beats as, a, yeah. as choices anyway. In the second one, you can choose the key points in the second one, and you can mm. choose who your romance with. Uh, who your romance partner is for the story if you skip the first one. Um, because they, they all actually link, they save link um, all the way through to number three, which is pretty cool. Um, not many mm. games do that, apart from Mass Effect is the only other game I know of that does that, where it links the saves from one, two, and three together. Mm. Um, but yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to... to no, no, that's fine. But yeah, I mean, it's it's going to be a while till I get to them because I've got so yeah. many other ones that... You, you need a few years to play through. those games. I need a few years to play all the games that I've got. Yeah, just three, just a few years to play them free. Yeah, <laughs> just to see, you know, there's so much. Now, which one is massive, and which of two isn't isn't is is also equally as which of two, like which of three is ten times the size of which of two, and which of two is massive. So you know, it's yeah, it wasn't it won't take you five hundred hours to get through which of two, but as someone who's completed which of two from start to finish, uh, that took me about seventy hours. To get through mm. that game, the first one took me about forty-five, and the third one for me is I think I'm two hundred hours plus and counting. <laughs> yeah. So this is my problem because at the moment I've only got you know even if I were able to carve out a couple of hours a day, I'm the kind of person that I if I keep playing the same thing, I can, I tend to get bored. That's why it takes me so long to play any kind of like MMO. It's like like Guild Wars too. I've started it, I'm enjoying it, but. I, it depends on the mood that I'm in as to what I want to play. So I end up starting things like Guild Wars 2, ESO, um, Cyberpunk, yeah. you know, uh, Jedi Fallen Order, all of these things. And I end up having to restart half of them because I can't remember what the controls are. <laughs> so yeah, I need to go run through the tutorials again. Yeah, that's the problem when you play too many games, you, you get this too, is it. too many controls. Yeah. There's, 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 it is. It's got, the, the problem's gone from having time and not things out there that I really wanted to play to having no time and a ridiculously large amount in my library that yeah. I haven't got time to play. <laughs> yeah. It's almost like every every month three or four games come out now. It's like the must own, must play. And you feel like you've not you know the FOMO effect, fear of missing out when you don't play these games that everyone else is talking about or playing. Especially in our group when someone has a game that you want and they're talking about it and saying, oh this is amazing. This is it. Other. And then you laugh. But, you know, God, God, there's another one I've got to get now. <laughs> yeah, and then eventually you'll add it to your library. Yeah. You'll start playing it, and they'll start playing something else. Yeah, <laughs> it's, you're it's always playing catch up. Ever ready cycle? Yeah, exactly. Catch up, catch up. Indeed, it is, uh, can be a, because it can be a good thing and uh, 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 negative. Yeah, uh, as well. But um, yeah, damn, damn, having friends that buy too many games. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> stop buying games. Yeah, yeah. pick the ones you own first. <laughs> Yes. Just do what I say, not what I do. <laughs> right. Um, should we go on to some news then, if we're done with that? We've got time. We've got, we've got some time. I don't know what news there is, but <laughs> I can't remember now. Bacon. What did you ask? Oh, there were, yeah, there were a couple of things, weren't there? Um, basically, for those that don't know, Bungie uh, have been trying to explain why Destiny 2 keeps um, crapping itself and kicking people offline. Um, it seems to have been pretty bad since i mean it's, they've always had i think issues when certainly when a new release has come out but i think 
<laughs> I think a lot of people would say that, that even prior to Lightfall, the game felt like it was being held together by duct tape, um, which is <laughs> it's never a good thing for a... Not, you know, not even waterproof duct tape. No, not even waterproof, just yeah, the, the cheap stuff. Land. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the pound stretcher stuff. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yes. Uh, and it's, it's just gotten worse. Um, and there are, there are people basically like, just... Lightfall. Slamming them, yeah, even yeah, even worse than Slyfall. Yeah. Uh, Destiny Two, are ba- they have come out with a bit of technical information, uh, in essence, saying that it's it's related to a key service of the game called Claims. Um, and the way that it works, I'm just trying to get the, there. It is, yeah. So they say that the, this this claim system normally um, communicates, or it's, it's communication uh, if communication channels are disrupted within the game. Or, uh, to other services, it's designed to automatically restore the connections. Um, and they're saying that these these disconnect these disruptions can happen for a number of reasons, like hardware failure, network um, glitches, um, problems with other services. But apparently, despite rigorous testing and based on the quality of Lightfall and what people have said about it, I'll believe the quality when I see it. Um, the updated system isn't isn't basically recovering. On the live environment, so what's happening is it's basically hanging. Um, it, I didn't. I, I have to admit, I didn't realize um, the names of some of their error codes, like weasel and baboon error codes, which is interesting. Um, <laughs> as far as error codes go, uh, but yeah. So in essence, they they've got to even restarting the claim service isn't always enough. So what they've got to do is in essence shut down all of their services and and fire them back up again. In order to so basically, you've got to do a control delete. Uh, in order to get the damn thing running again, um, they are aware of it though. Apparently, they're hoping that when season twenty twenty two launch update comes, um, they're bringing out this self healing ability to the claim system, um, and then season twenty three will bring out further improvements. But I guess. Time will tell on that. Um, I have to admit, again, due to time constraints, etc., I've not really been on Destiny 2 for a while, so I haven't experienced any of these issues, <laughs> purely because I haven't been playing it. But there are obviously a lot of people are, are not happy. Um, yeah, they kind of need... Bungie really need to kind of sort their racked out about that. Um, I, yeah. I mean, I, I get it, you know, as, as you know, somebody who develops software, I get how tricky it can be to find some of these things. But at the same time, when you're making that much money from a game that, that has been around for quite a long time, you'd have thought by now these systems should be very robust. So unless they've changed something massively as part of how their system works, I, I really don't think they should be having these kind of issues. No. Not for a game that's been out for how long was it? Twenty seventeen. Uh, not for a, an always online mantra yeah. as well. It's unacceptable. Yeah. But I haven't played Destiny two for donkeys. I bought all the DLC. I even have Lightforge. Something installed. Every time I, I install it, it's. I just feel like I'm so far behind. There's there's no point playing. You know, I I run around and there's all these like high level because you because you you have to share mobs and stuff and bosses and world bosses and all this sort of stuff. Everywhere you go, it's just high level people just wasting everything in big in groups. Yeah. So you don't get to kill nothing, so you don't get no loot. So like the game is the game is broken anyway in that respect. Most of the most of the players are trolls, like at least from what I've seen on the servers that I play on. 
I have to admit, I, I tend to play it like like most games. I play it more for the single player content, um, uh, the story. So I've, I did, I I was enjoying Witch Queen. I haven't actually got through all that. I don't have Lightfall, but because um, I, I was going to buy it, and I was like, you know what, I haven't played any of the others yet. Um, there's still some of the early game stuff I haven't played, which no doubt by the time I get around to it, they'll have vaulted it. <laughs> um, so yeah. I won't get a chance to, but yeah. Yeah. The other thing they do with their content is that they just for the older stuff, yeah, they vault yeah, it, yeah. Just vault it, make it unrelevant. Um, yeah, you've paid for it, but you can't play it. Yeah, it's 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 a weird situation because you know they their game is a microtransaction field nonsense as well. There's there's so much stuff that they put in their shop. They, they have an they have a steady income stream from their loyal fan base. So for them to have coding problems and uh, server issues. It, they hired a team of donkeys. Uh, why is there? Why is there no quality control or people like in, in the know that can fix these issues? Surely, if they've coded the servers to begin with, they will never they will know how to to fix it. If it's if their player demand is so high, they don't have enough um, server structure, and maybe they've shrunk down their server capacity, uh, and it's and it can't cope with the amount of information they have to track because it has to track everybody at every given time because it's a yes. large service. So if they've got a large player base online and then the, the, the servers are crapping out because they can't read that amount of information, then they should invest in more servers. But will they? No, they won't because Bungie are greedy, but a bunch of greedy numpties. I was going to say, look at, look at the, amount, the sheer amount of content that is in something like Elder Scrolls Online. Yeah. You're basically talking... In terms of the world, pretty much what five five games worth of world in there because you've you've got you know you've got your Oblivion, your, your Morrowind, Skyrim, um, plus the the other bits of Tamriel, and yeah. I mean that's absolutely huge. And again, you've got a lot of stuff there. Same with Guild Wars too, massive World game. Of, World of Warcraft, Final World of Warcraft, any, yeah. Any sort of any sort of live service, Diablo Four. You know, so, yeah, I, I'm wondering if they've if they've got a design problem that means that they physically cannot expand to that amount of space. Yeah, for for whatever reason. I mean, you'd have thought they'd be able to do. Well, mind you, saying that the player base has been shrinking, so they've probably got a bit of extra yeah. space now. <laughs> yeah, but this player base has been shrinking, which begs the question: if there's less players, why is there still a problem? Well, yeah, yeah, that's um, it, it's they kind of shoot themselves in the foot with their saying, "Oh." And, you know, there's this, that, and the other. But if people have already jumped ship because they're fed up of all these bugs, then mm. then what's the reason? If you, you can't blame it on, you know, poor communication or communication with the player, if there's no players in the game, you know, there has to be another reason. I think I don't think they're being particularly honest about the problem. They're not owning up saying, hang on, like, well, we, we, we need to sort this. You know, we're terribly sorry. You know, here's a bunch of free currency. Buy yourself some skins or whatever. There's, there's no goodwill gestures from these companies. They were like, oh, yeah, we, we don't care. We're sorry. Or we'll fix it eventually. You know, you can be the sucker who keeps on logging in and playing the game, playing our crap game until we fix it. And it it, it, it annoys me. Like, player, you know, communities will show massive loyalty to these massive IPs, and these these IPs don't give two monkeys about the people no. that are playing the game. And it, it really, really annoys me that they have this men- mentality where they're like, Oh, uh, it's broken. Oh, sorry. Oh, maybe we'll fix yeah. it. Whoops. Point. Yeah, whoops. Still, <laughs> Daisy. Maybe we'll fix it when sometime in the morning. 
sometime on the evening. We probably won't bother till next month, actually. We've got holiday coming up, can't be asked. Yeah. You know, it, it, you know it's, it's, they're just arrogant. And they're the AAA, uh, AAA arseholes, arrogant, is, uh, is, uh, shines, shines through. And when stuff like this happens, they just look like, you know, egg falls in their face. You know, they just look like a bunch of idiots that like they don't know what they're doing, you know. And when people point out, you know, there's been community members that are pointing out what the fix could be. And they just, yeah, 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 whatever. Yeah, we're looking into it. Not like, thanks very much for your input. You know, we'll, we'll take it on board or pass it on. No, it's just like, yeah, 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 we're looking into it. Yeah. You know, you know, shut up and let us. Shut up, we know better than you. It's just, it's just that sort of attitude just really not rubs me up the wrong way. Um, it's getting my nerves. I Bungie are a key. You know, Bungie have never been the same. You know, they've always, they've always been like, "Where's the money? Give me the money now." You know, um, I've got I've got no respect. Like I've got less respect for them now than I had. I thought they were a good company back in the day, but how they treated the fan base and over the years, especially with, this, with all the content problems and. Uh, especially locking off the old content, which did upset a lot of people, um, me included, because I bought that expan- bought those expansions, and I can't really play them now. So, um, you know, it's a bit, it's a mm. bit, bit. Well, then this bit is the this is shit, can often be the problem with um, with online lonely services. Yep. You know, if if that for whatever reason that game goes down, you you've all everything you've paid for is useless. You know, no offline mode, no nothing. So, yep. yeah. With Marvel Heroes, yeah, exactly, <clears throat> exactly. It was one of the best, best Diablo Marvel Although, games ever made, and I, I spent three hundred quid on that, and it just went bankrupt. <laughs> well, yeah, and so unless you're lucky, and and some of the community people, you know, yep. get together and actually actually do a community version, yeah. um, then yeah. which which has been done for a few games, um, yeah, if they've got a loyal fan base, yeah, mm. it's a shame. That's, that's, that's a whole podcast in itself talking about that. I love that. <laughs> I, I was the only game I ever spent so much money on skins and packs and mm. characters and yeah, that was a that was nuts. I, was like, I can't looking back on it. I was like, why did I spend so much money on that game? <laughs> Never expected it to disappear. But you know, and that, you, you'll find yourself in that position with Bundy. If Bungie like keep going downhill, they might end up just ending the game. Yeah, they may do. They may just switch the servers off. Yeah, they might just say, um, oh, we can't fix this problem. Yeah. Once it's no longer profitable, that's exactly what they would yeah, do. Because it, exactly, yeah. it, it doesn't make financial sense to keep no. it going. No. no. And server um, costs keep going up as well. So, yep. You know, and the, the, they're already saying that they, they need to, like, get rid of these data centers that they have, these um, sort of massive warehouses of, of um, servers and stuff that are just, eating data and they're running out of data for everybody. They're saying that they're going to put the prices up for everything eventually. Like you've got broadband, you might even get data charges instead of having unlimited. You have a limit. Yeah. They'll start limiting us. Uh, that's that's not far away. That's, that's a different podcast in itself, but that isn't far away. Uh, they really are like, you know, you can blame Facebook for this and uh, all the other information hoarding pieces of shit. Companies that, you know, hoard everything from you know your toenail clippings, your how what color your hair follicles are. You know they all have yeah. our information, and they sell it as much as possible. And it's it's all stacked up in hard drive upon hard drives uh, in a dusty warehouse somewhere. So you know it's it's all going to come back to bite everybody. All this information gathering, all this hoarding. You know eventually when somebody hoards too much, eventually the the house is going to crack. So you know to see what happens, but you know it's mm. the it's the same thing with Bungie that like they they they're not they're not 
looking after the, the infrastructure. So it, people are just going to jump ship, and there's been nothing. Yeah, and let's face it, it's but, not like there are you know there are other games that people can play. No, so. Exactly, exactly. We're in an age where there's so many games. Like, the, the industry is swamped with with video games. Like, there's mm. a multi- hundreds of you know trillion trillion dollar industry. Yeah, it's the biggest. Family. It's the biggest entertainment, uh, yeah, entertainment biggest industry. Entertainment industry in the world. Yeah. And um, you know that there's there's so much stuff that people can do. Um, in everyone, and I get it. It's a you know, dog eat dog world, and there will be companies that you know thrive, and some that don't. And but I think that Destiny Two has been out a long time now. Um, I'm still I'm surprised it's still going. So we'll watch this space and keep an eye on its story. Um, see if um. What happens if they actually sort of fix the problems, or if they stick putting their head in the sand and not admitting their their faults and not trying fix to fix it? it. No, if they don't fix it, they're done. Like they, they will be done. There will be no player base. No, it'll be it'll be it'll whittle down to nothing. And without players in that game, you can't do anything. So you know, it's very yeah. hard. It's very hard to solo content, especially. Um, the latest stuff at high. It is level. the latest stuff, yeah. If it's if it's yeah. the non-story based stuff, so if you if you want to do raids and stuff, yeah, it is yeah, difficult yeah. to solo. Yeah. Even some but of yeah, the world bosses are quite difficult, mm. but on your own. So. Yeah. But I mean, maybe that maybe they'll they'll fix it for now. But then who's to say it's not going to break the next time they do a release? Yeah, they they you know? can't do a quick patch job. They've got to sort it out properly. Yeah. If they if they oh yeah we fixed it and then two weeks after stress with people coming back. And it goes again. Yeah. If, if it does that, then they really will be. In they won't recover if that happens. <clears throat> no, because pe- people, people people go well. You know, you, you said you fixed it. You said you fixed it before. You're not fixing it. So sod yeah. you. Gotta go play yeah. someone else. Yeah, exactly. We'll play a game with you know doesn't mm. be quite online connection, and you know we'll play something else that's you know yeah. isn't screwing us over and taking our money and laughing at us. <laughs> <laughs> so I think we should now look at some other news if there is anything. Uh... Uh no, that's it. I can't right, say I've anything. Got, I've got, oh, I've got something sorry, yeah, go on. Uh, Gollum. Oh yes, yeah. Yes, there was that. I knew there was something. I'm trying to. Right, I was so, trying to find it in my news feeds. So, <laughs> right. Um, so, the Dalek Games, who made oh, yes. the wonderfully, terribly, horrendously uh, panned Gollum, uh, Lord of the Rings Gollum, um, has ceases development on their next Lord of the Rings game. And I hope the uh, studio with nobody in it burns to the ground because it's literally one of the worst games to ever exist. Um, these people, I don't know how you can call yourself video game developers. Um, I'm not a German, the German developers, the Valak Entertainment is ending internal development and a focus exclusively on publishing after the disastrous launch of Lord of the Rings. Gone. They, they get hold of the Lord of the Rings license. They make a terrible, terrible, horrendous game. Uh, and then they go right. We're not doing games anymore. We're just going to go. We're just going to be a publisher from now on. How dare you? How dare you throw in the towel and not even try and fix the game that you that you threw out there? Uh, that, it's, that surely somebody should sue them for that. That that is horrendous. I mean, I'm a big Lord of the Rings buff, right? I love fantasy, and I'm sure you guys like Lord of the Rings. Um, you know, we're all pretty much similar minded here on the. Uh, um, on the bits and pieces podcast and in our communities as well, uh, we're, we're very much D and D enthusiasts. Yeah, we love we love fantasy. Um, and Lord of the Rings was one of the first sort of movies to trilogies I I watched. Um, like 
with great interest. Um, as, as a, I used to watch Dungeons and Dragons, the TV show, uh, back in the day when I was young. Do you remember the Dungeons and Dragons uh, TV show that we had? We had the the uh, the intro and the wizard and and I I went actually went on the uh, the first ever Dungeons and Dragons ride um, when I was a, a little kid uh, in London with my my uh, dad. Um, it was a uh, one of the feet. I can't, it's an old, it was a park. It wasn't there for very long. But it was it was like one of those uh, jippy jippy jippo ride jippo fan jippo the traveling dumpsies that have the fact the fair. Um, they're not they're not very nice people, but they put up a nice fair sometimes. It was a very long time ago, so they weren't nice. Yeah, but anyway, it's a different, <laughs> different conversation. Um, but anyway, I, I, I went onto the Dungeons Dragons theme rides there, and it was my first ever sort of got me interested in the whole thing. You know, I was like seven years old. Um. So as I, as I grew up into, into fantasy a lot more, and, uh, and then I watched the Lord of the Rings, and then I, after watching it for movies, I read the books. And uh, Gollum is a is a very good character. Uh, he's, a, he's an important character in the series. He's not a main character, um, and he's sort of important to my precious, and he's you know he's, he's vital to the you know, how where the ring ends up, and you know it's a it's, it's quite an interesting it's quite an interesting character. But why would you make a game? based solely on him that all the characters you could make game uh, games on now why, why not pick gandalf you know gandalf would be a much better pick or gimli you know or you know the, oh, what's the king's name i forgot his name not sure dave. <laughs> dave, dave 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 the king, the king. <laughs> um, so, so king dave even king dave would have been better uh, than this guy um, or any of the elves, even having a, a game around the elves and the, and the elven world, and you know how they live and how they fight and um, how they survive. How did they manage to do more than one quest in that game? Because surely the golem's only quest is to get the ring. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. it. <laughs> that, that is it, isn't it? <laughs> he doesn't even have. He doesn't, this is like I don't know what I don't know when this is supposed to have been set, um, but he basically gets captured by a bunch of orcs and he's in a mine and you're in a mine and you you do tasked in real time and um one of the ta- one of the tasks he gives himself is to raise a bird and it, it, the game is so bad I, i'm not talking about the game itself but it, it's it's just absolutely awful um so the report also says the Daleks other lord of the rings game which received two million euros for funding from the german government is ending development so they got the government to give them two million this sounds like a very much CD Project Red situation here. Um, they get money. Why would you get money off the government? Can you explain that to me? Why would you get a loan from the government? They don't give a monkeys about the gaming industry. They would just want to see a return on their money. You know, What's well, the government to... doing investing in a game anyway? Exactly. Yeah. What's that going? You're better off going to a loan shark. And yeah, surely what? What is the? Oh, same thing, I suppose. But... <laughs> brilliant. Very much different. No. Um, so, yeah, the, the studio is basically seasonal production on video games. Um, and it's the, 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 for those that don't know, Gollum is officially classed as the worst game to be ever made in the last 20 years. That's quite an achievement um, in video gaming world. <laughs> it's not the um, achievement you want as a company, no, is it, really? It's a badge of, a badge of honour. No, it's, this is a badge of... Um, avoidance so it's it's the worst reviewed game of 2023 it's the most panned game of 2023 it's the, the biggest letdown um of 2023 and it is probably one of the 
most technically broken games I've ever seen to be released to be charging 60 quid for. Um, the only game that's... Yeah, this is only slightly better than Jedi Survivor coming out in a sort of similar state, but at least they were quick to, to fix the problems. They sort of released it in this state. went, yeah, we don't care. There you go. You know, it's broken. Oh, well, we'll just give up then. Here's a, what, here's a towel. See you later. We're not even, even going to try and fix the game that we released. We're just going to throw in the towel and give up making games. I hope for their sake that they're giving everybody that bought their game a refund if it hasn't been refunded already. Um, it must have um, cost them an arm and a leg to make that game. So the, the sad thing is this uh, entertainment um, company was responsible for games like Monkey Island, the Pona series. You know, they made games like that and then they released something like um, they also made Shadow Tactics, Players of the Shotgun, which I've played. Uh, and then they make this something like Gollum, which is the biggest insult to gaming I've ever seen. It's, I don't know if you've seen the reviews or seen, seen gameplay of it or you've seen anything of the game, Mr. Steve or Bacon. But, um, I a, haven't. You haven't? So, okay. Um, I, will, I will urge everyone to watch. And I'm not, I'm not saying this to promote him or anything. Um, there's a, two reviewers. That you should watch the review the review of this game. Worth a buy. Was good old Mac, hilarious. Uh, he re- and and then Angry Joe, who made an hour and made an hour video on on this on this game. And they're both equally good, funny videos that give you a good insight on how bad the game is. If you haven't, and I wouldn't recommend buying it in any capacity. I wouldn't even play this if it was given to me for free. You know, it, it's it's actually just a diabolical. Um, scam, really. All those that pre-ordered it, well, we've got. I've got. We've got a friend, uh, Gamer Jimbo, right? We all we all know Gamer Jimbo is. Uh, he he pre-ordered this game. He's ma- he is a massive Lord of the Rings buff. He's more of a buff than I am, and that's saying something. And he was talking. I remember him talking to me about it, saying he was looking forward to it, and he really, really wanted to, you know, play the game. He and he in the first time he plays anything. Like he's not bothered by games that buggy or anything like he's quite laid back chap right he's not really bothered by reviews or anything negative stuff he like if he makes his own mind up and he plays it himself it's great right but even he said he couldn't finish it he hated it so you know and for him to say that when he doesn't really say anything about any game ever tells you how bad that game is if if it if it makes someone who really doesn't care about anything and just likes to play the games and have fun to make say what the heck is this? <laughs> you know, um, it's a shame. It's a shame that the Dalek have to close uh, their, their game making studio. But on the back end of the of the Gollum, yeah, so they're getting off lightly. I think they're getting off lightly, especially they're abandoning development, patching those that have stayed with the game and those that have played it and have defended it. Um, you know, those little fanboys are everywhere. You know, you can't you know you can't not get rid of them. Um, they'll defend a heap of shit if it's if they if they love it, you know. So, well, it is what it is. But yeah, the Dalek Entertainment, sad loss. But I won't miss Gollum. No. Can I just? I just looked on Metacritic. Right. Um. So it had a. I mean, the highest score it got on Metacritic was for the PC version, which was thirty nine, yeah. and the PS five version got thirty four. Um. But there's a reviewer here that's given it. That's given it a ten. <laughs> But I just, <laughs> I just want to read the actual review to you. It's only a couple of lines, but it makes 
it's almost like he's giving it a 10, but then giving it a crap review. He says, no words, simply the game ever. Best or worst, we don't know. From graphics to a story, this game has it. So it's got graphics and a story, that doesn't make it good. <laughs> if you are looking for a video game, this is definitely one. <laughs> I love that. <clears throat> Jesus Christ. You, you can play it. It's a game, it has graphics and a story. And you can you can jump and you can climb <laughs> and you and you can you, you can you can attempt combat and you can fall through the floor. Ten out of ten. <laughs> Must own game. <laughs> I can't believe it. Mostly negative. That's that is this fonts down across the board on Steam. Yeah. It's just um <laughs> and they want 30 quid for the bloody thing. I mean that's yeah. with a discount. That's with a discount. It's 42 99 without one. That's on Steam. Okay, so just for Steam. Six quid on consoles. Yeah, 60 quid on console. 60 quid on console. 60 quid. Uh, Let that sink in, people. Final Fantasy 16, 60 pound. Or Gollum, 60 pound. <laughs> Ooh, I wonder what game I'm going to buy. <laughs> I would actually pay for Final Fantasy 16 and quite happily wait until it's released on the platform that I have. Yeah. And play yeah. That. It's shocking. It's shocking. It's worse than Redfall, Red Fail, and that's saying something. That is saying something, really. Worse than Red Fail is is an achievement in its own own right. Um, Yeah, it's 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 worse than Skatebird, and I don't think anything could be worse than Skatebird. Skatebird is one of the. It still remains my top worst game, but I think I haven't played Gollum, and that's number one. You know, because of the scene of it, and it's just awful. That's it's just awful. Is it I'm, worse I'm than? Enough, is, it, is it worse than Scott? I was waiting for someone else to say it. <laughs> I I had it in mind. I had it in mind. If it's a choice. If it's a choice between playing Gollum and Scorn, I'm I'm <clears> going <throat> to play Scorn. But, yeah. <laughs> okay. When you watched the trailer for the, the they when they announced it, that was a virtual slice, a fake trailer. They didn't actually have a game then when that was out. They they put this together in two years, two, three years. Well, uh, I'm, I'm currently going through all the diadelic, um, like what they've published. Um, so some of the, most of their back catalog, um, at best they get three thumbs down on steam at, at, at most, I should say at, at most. Sorry. They get three thumbs down. So, Oh, Overall, they get sort of like a seven, you know, minimum six out of ten, seven, Xbox eight um, out of ten, right? But as catalog, <laughs> we love our six out of tens. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, overall, their games have been good. You know, they've not been like if you go by like the reviews, if you go by like uh, one, two. Yeah, two two thumbs down. So real realistically, that's lack of what an eight out of ten. Um, but that, all of the games that they've done, you know, they're, they're, they're very beautifully, you know, looking games. And you, you, yeah, yeah, graphics don't make it, but like, it's it's a good pitch if you can, you know, sell it with a, if it looks be- if it looks good, if it's got yeah. 
good story to it, you know, and all that. Even if it doesn't have voice acting, then some of them are just point and click. Uh, there's a couple of games that I've played have been point and click, which have been from Diadelic. They've been like they've never failed to admit to uh, to hit, you know, to put out a good game. So, and yet you look at this one, it's like fucking been completely fucking destroyed. Yeah, it's oh, it's just bad. It's just that's I don't know. Yeah, and it's forever tarnished their reputation. Yeah, and they've and they've given up. Like they've just like, yeah, well, we're not going to make any more games. Well, what did you expect would happen if you release something in this state in this day and age of the internet? <laughs> oh, sorry, I've just read one of the comments. So it gave it a thumbs up. Um, <laughs> I love this game. My little mummy bought me this game, and I love my little mummy, so I love this game. Edit. I just played the game. I hate my little mummy now. <laughs> 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 oh god the thing is i actually i had a look at the, the responses as well um and they all say the same thing we're sorry you didn't like x about the game we're working on a patch it'll be out soon everything pretty much every single one is exactly the same just the tweaked first like sentence or two to mention what it is that they hated about it oh dear <laughs> it, it is a shame to see a once a once good developer go down like that. Not just go down, but go down in flames. Go down in flames, yeah. Like literally just literally thrown in the towel. Like, it's just it's just like C D Project Red thrown in the towel. Yeah. Know, after after Cyberpunk. Thankfully they didn't because Cyberpunk is a <clears throat> yeah, different again. Yeah, they, they managed they, to turn it around. Yeah, this is this has been their first ever really bad release. Like the amount of games <laughs> they've made and re- and released. And it it just it, it But it's Tolkien. Been, it almost like they were looking yeah. for an excuse to end making games. You know what I mean? Well, they were yeah. looking for an excuse to exit making games. And they thought, well, they must have known it was garbage when they released it. There's no way in hell they didn't know that that game was fucked from the moment they released it. There's no way in hell that any, anybody in any common sense can look at that and go, yeah, well, that works. Yeah, sure, yeah, it crashes all the time. What's he What's he doing? His head stuck in the wall again. Oh, great. What about him over there? He's floating on the scene. You know, there's... It's there. Like it's literally as soon as you load up, the textures fly all over the place. They fall through the floor. Gollum's eyes pop out of his head. They all look like idiots. How can you? How can a company go from Deponia and and Monkey Island to this? How you can mess up something from the Tolkien Library? I just, you know, well, that's like, <clears throat> sorry. No, I was no, just no. going to say. I think that's what they've sold it on. They've sold it on the back at, back of. You know, Tolkien, haven't they? They sold it on the back end of the, the, the license. They've said it's can't fail. Lord of the Rings can't fail. We can't. We we have got this in the bag, guys. Let's get stuck onto this. Right, uh, you do your bit. You do your bit. You do. You we put it all together, and it came together. And it's it's like it's like a it's like a class it's like a class of three year olds making plasticine models, and then they all bring come together and pull it and mash it together. And go. Look at this big fucking ball of like mess. <laughs> Give me sixty quid for it. Give me sixty <laughs> yeah. quid for it. Yeah, it's just um, I've never seen anything like it in my life. Like in terms of a trip again, this is supposed to be like a double A game. It's not a triple A, but it's come. It's coming from it. Just it, it came from a reputable studio. Like you, you yeah. think that it would be a slam dunk, you know? But again, you could make a you could make a good golem game with good dialogue, good. A good story, you know. The graphics are neither here or there, really. You could have the cartoony graphics if you want. Great, brilliant, no worries. It's your own unique style, brilliant. 
the fact that it was just right. nothing of it. I want to. I want to count. I want to counter something with, like, in terms of graphics. I want to counter. So, what came out just recently, right? Another game that came out just recently, Dave the Diver, right? Pixelated graphics is actually selling so, like, really well at the moment. So, what have they done differently than what they've done? And and if you look at uh, Gollum, it's supposed to be uh, sort of set in kind of a more of a three D environment. This is a two. This. Dave the Diver, right? I'm just looking at it now. Is uh, pixelated more pic- more so uh, pixelated than anything. It's a side scroller. It's got it's very colourful. It's actually doing really well <laughs> at the moment in comparison. Oh, by the way, although it's ten percent off on Steam again, this is Steam prices. It's seventeen pound. So it's it's you know half the price. It's well, it's probably more than half the price. Um, what a difference! It makes. I know they're completely. T- they are two completely different games. I I don't sort of at me at that. I get that, but just on on graphics alone, when you compare the two, they it does look. You know what? Like you know, Dave the Diver is a pixelated. Uh, has been tagged as being pixelated graphics. Gollum, three D environment. But you know, it's not photorealistic. But it's you know, it should be. It sh- by by all accounts, it should look better. It should feel more visually stunning. It, it, it doesn't look good. Dave the Diver looks absolutely amazing. I actually might get that. I'm buying that. I'm yeah, buying that I, I think yeah. I might actually buy that. Um, you know, I know we we do bang on about like graphics don't make the game and stuff like that. But if when you compare the two and you and you look at how well received one is compared to the other, it's just like the story of one, the story of one. You know. Of the other one, it's it's yeah. Looking at the reviews of Dave the, Dave the Diver, it's got overwhelming positive reviews. Difference between developers with passion. That's 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 the point I was sort of coming to. It's just you know when yeah, you've got potato developer with a passion versus people with talent with no passion. It all comes. It has to be down to management. Yeah, yeah, How, yeah. You know, and and the blame has to be not just with the higher ups and the executives that make all these decisions. But also the incompetence run, you know, the incompetence starts at the top, runs through the whole run, and the, and the roots run deep, as they say. All right, I just want to point out, I've just bought Dave. Dave, the uh, I, was gonna, I was about. Don't about to say I've just bought Gollum. <laughs> <God. laughs> no, I've just bought Gollum. Oh no! You're gonna play, you're gonna play it for me now. No, I'm not gonna be able to play it. Uh, I got a dead. I've already installed it. I just read one of the reviews on Dave. Can I just? Can I just mention this? I know this might actually be the joke of the week, but like this is completely done. This is completely said out of like. Don't take this. You know, this is meant as as it is as a joke. That's it, right? And I. And that's how I see it. And I. This is. To me, this is quite funny. Imagine paying two hundred fifty uh, grand to see the bottom of the ocean when you could have uh, instead you could have just bought this game. Um, I just thought I, <laughs> I just thought that was quite funny. <laughs> so, um, uh, well done, well kudos to that. I, I actually, uh, I, I've actually just thumbed up on that one because that was quite oh, funny. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I could I could easily make so many jokes about that. I'm I'm not going to. I'm not going. I, I I've heard some like it's. It's only laugh. At, it's only the reason. It's the reason we'll we'll laugh at that is because of the whole the whole situation was just bonkers. You know, there is a sad side to it, but there's also a, a really stupid side to it, and it's and that's what people are aiming for. 
you know, there was loss of life and stuff, but there's no one's laughing at that. They're just laughing right. at the situation as to why they got there in the first place. Right. And it's, it's like, it should never have happened. Exactly. Um, you know, the everyone sort of jumped on the idea, oh, yeah, they're losing a, a Logitech controller or, you know, whatever it was. That is, that is terrible. You know. Um, What's wrong with an Xbox controller? Hey, Logitech aren't that bad No, but... But then... I, I know that was the problem. Feel yeah, it didn't have feedback. Didn't have, yeah. That's too much. The rumble, the vibration, the, the rumble, the rumble pack the was rumble the wrong. Went. Yeah, it's the rumble pack that went. They, should, they never took a, it. they never took a leaf out of a Konami with a Metal Gear Solid. They should have put the controller on the floor when fighting yeah. Psycho Mantis. Should have plugged it into player, player two. Player two. Yeah, so you didn't get the rumble. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta read your mind. Yeah. <laughs> and that's that. That, by the way, can I just, if I will, if I can be, uh, if I could just put, put out, I know we're sort of going off on a tangent now, but that, by the way, is one of the best boss fights in any game ever. The fact that they, they that was very in, innovative of its time. And I don't think oh, it's ever, yeah. and I'm not sure if it's even been beaten yet. There was, no one's ever made a game where they've um, broken the fourth wall. In that way, not in that way, especially. No one's ever broken the full four and, and said, oh, put the controller to your... And that was the first time I had to look up a guide to how to beat a game. There's that. also, there was also when you in, you get, uh, I don't know, we are definitely going into a tangent now, but I'm, I'm going to sort of <laughs> change the subject a little bit. But when you when you are asked by Meryl, I think she she says, oh yeah, if you put the controller to your arm, Snake, we're going to inject you with a, with a which stabilises your blood. It's like, Breaking the fourth wall is telling the it's telling the uh, the player put the controller to your arm, like you know. Yeah. I, I just thought that was brilliant. I just uh, sorry, you know, we're talking about we're talking about gameplay and storytelling, and you know, I, I've actually got that on GOG by the way. That that first game, GOG do a really good sort of. Uh, yeah, um, we do a bunch of good collection of games. Collection of games, and yeah, why is it? It's exactly the same game as it was when it was on the PlayStation. And I say PlayStation because a lot of people go, "Oh, PlayStation One." They're suddenly called PlayStation One because there was sequels. <laughs> there the Wii, was, the, yeah, the Wii, the Wii, the Wii version remake was amazing. Yeah, Twin Snakes, Twin Snakes, Twin Snakes. that was really good. I will point out, just to go along with your the the four four breaking, Meryl's getting changed in the changing room. If you hover, if you if you hover the camera over her, um, and, and keep looking at her, she gets oh, she, more and more irate. Yeah, uh, she blushes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or uh, she blushes at first, but if you keep doing it, she then knocks your ass out. Yeah, she does. Yes, she does. Hilarious. Uh, there's she calls you a perv, and it's quite funny. Uh, there's, 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 a, there's, a, there's a, 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 another moment again. Oh, um, I just, was just, I just remembered. Um, where he points to his head, he went, "Oh yeah, unlimited ammo." <laughs> it's like because what he's doing is like he's got the bandana. Because yeah, if you yeah. if you successfully survive the torture chamber, I think it's three times. Um, yeah. You have to keep you have to keep tapping the the circle button, and it actually tells you again breaking the fourth wall. It tells you if you keep tapping the tap the circle button to survive. Uh, Ocelot tells you that, and if you do that three times, when you play the game again, you get the uh, bandana for unlimited ammo. Uh, little tip there for anyone who's never played they're Metal Gear Solid um, one of the best I played that so much when I uh, when it was first yeah. came out oh, love it sucks at stealth and I still and I still managed to play that game because I loved it so much 
David Hayter who voices Solid Snake. And yeah, went on to do The Witcher, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely phenomenal. Um, but everyone there we go. That's differences between a good game make back then. Oh, and because we've mentioned this before, but like that was released as a, if it was broken, you couldn't fix it because there was no no way to download anything. It was on a disc. So yeah, that was. Leads us nicely to talk about Metal Gear Solid Delta, which is the Metal Gear Solid Three remake. Yeah. They've rehired all the voice actors from Metal Gear Solid. Oh, they have. David Hater is coming back as Solid Snake. That's good to know. Good to know. I'm very interested in that because are they the the whole package is remade, right? It's re the whole. It's a new engine, completely redone, added content, um, completely from top to bottom remade. Um, You know, it's, it's think of it akin to. Resident Evil Two in the terms of remake, like the re-envisioning of the whole of the whole story, but keeping to the story. Cool, um, nice. I've, I've never played. I never played Metal Gear Solid Three. It's the only Metal Gear Solid I haven't played. Yeah, and uh, I, I actually want to get number. I, I've never finished four either. I played four. I never finished four. I've got five. Never finished five. Um, but I, I've finished one and two. I finished the Metal Gear Solid one and two. Uh, Raiden. I remember, I remember having to dodge stuff as a naked raider. Oh God, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I wasn't too fond of like two, probably because I was just still. I wanted to be snake. Yeah, you wanted to be snake, and you, you, you did, but you weren't. It was Pliskin. You was him for a little bit in the game. Yeah, then, you played as you, Pliskin. And you played as Raiden. Fucking what? Yeah, Raiden. This cocky little American, this cocky little android. I actually really like him in Metal Gear with Vengeance. If you've played Metal Gear Revengeance, Raiden is a badass. Like he's, he goes through some shit. That bloke, <laughs> <laughs> and, in, and in number four as well, he get in number four is quite sad. But um, his his performance in Metal Gear Revengeance is is top tier. That that's, that game is still so bloody hard. I've only beaten it once. Again, it's ridiculously hard. Anyway, Metal Gear Solid games. I'm looking forward to all them all coming out. Um, I'm hoping the the Delta remake is. I, I really wish we get the uh, the twins. Imagine getting the twins the the, first, the twin snakes remake or the, the the first one in in Unreal Engine five and and really and redone from top to bottom. I mean, I'll, I'd be pre-ordering that in a heartbeat. And matter, you know, I don't pre-order much, but I'll definitely get hold of that game. Because didn't Hideo come back on board for to oversee it? He's, he's as, as a consultant or something or. Um, that is, I think he's kind of. I think they're still building bridges with Konami, but I think Sony has sort of said to Konami, like, right, you need to stop being dicks. To, you know, because that was that money. was his baby. That, that was his yeah, thing, so wasn't they, it? They've got um, <clears throat> the only sort of the only sort of um, little bit of worry with Delta is it's being made by the team that made um, the, uh, the the last Metal Gear Solid by Konami, which was that hybrid survival game which I can't remember what it's called it was awful it was like really just called survival was it you're right okay survival yeah. it's an awful game so, but but the, the only difference is they've got Kojima as a consultant yeah. on the game various other people from the original game so there is hope that it's going to be really good um, but I'm, I'm I'm tiny bit sceptical fingers crossed just fingers crossed that it's going to be decent um and I can get go and get killed by an alligator in the first five seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Saw that alligator in that trailer, like, yeah, that's me dead as soon as I see that. Um, 
go harvest make some boots <laughs> <laughs> cover the belts yeah double belts yeah ammo pack ammo pouches <laughs> Finishing the mission instead of selling for a couple of grand. Yeah. It's finishing the mission quite literally in style. <laughs> yeah. Do you like my alligator boots? <laughs> or my snake guy. snake boots? Yeah. yeah. Snake, 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 snake boots. Snake, snake boots. Yeah. Snake, um, said, yeah, I'll say that three times fast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, uh, that sort of took a bit of a change, but yeah, <laughs> I think it needed it. Uh, I think we're done now, aren't we? I think we can pretty much wrap up now. Does anyone want to uh, add something? Because otherwise we'd probably just end up bacon. Sorry. I'm, I'm good, mate. I'm good. You're good. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. I, have, I, have a, I have a little tidbit. Don't worry, it's nothing bad. Okay. Um, I just want to very quickly just say that um, Diablo 4 I hate the story. And I have a lot to say about it when we next time. I'm going to go a deep dive into that lore because wasted characters. Wasted characters. Right. You heard it here. So we'll be back then yeah. because we need to come back for that one. And uh, that, yeah. Does, <laughs> do we have a joke of the week? Because I know Beth isn't here. And I said, I said it right at the start of the show, but like, it does, 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 if you don't, we'll move. We're just we can just end, and then we'll just go into um, socials. I've got one. Oh, you've got one. You have. Okay, right. So then we're gonna hear. Dun dun. Yeah. All right. Let me get. Let me get my joke. Oh, right. brilliant. Right. Okay. I've got one. This is this is a this is an absolute dad classic. Why can't a bicycle stand on its own? Why? It's too tired. Well, and on that bombshell, it's time to end. Thank you very much, guys. Thank you very much for uh, being here on today's episode of the Bits and Pieces podcast. So we have now come to an end. And as always, with the once we get to the end, we do some socials where we can find out who you are, whether you'll be streaming, if you are going to be streaming. And we'll start off with Bacon. We're really busy, so probably not. Is there any games maybe you're looking forward to playing? Um, well, there's lots of games I'm looking forward to playing. But <laughs> we, we have time to time. time to play them, right? Play them with cat. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I started playing through um, Jedi Fallen Order again because I I started it and then kind of like everything got sidetracked. So I started playing through that again, <laughs> just because um, I just fancy. Played stuff because the problem was I remember we, we spoke about this before, but because there's not real well, there is no kind of like game that I would want to play in that style of universe. Realistically, I mean that there's the Swatter which I do plan on playing, but because I was on the Xbox, I was like, I, well, I, I just watched the Mandalorian as well. So what I really wanted was a, a sandbox game where I could be a Mandalorian yeah. and just do stuff. I get. I get that. So I was like, well, that's the closest thing I got for a, like a Star Warsy type thing, if unless I wanted to and I've been sat on my PC all day, so I really didn't want to sit in front of it. Um so I've been playing that for a bit. I've played Cyberpunk for a bit recently because I've restarted that. Um same like Guild Wars 2 restarted. Sorry, it's just started. Um so possibly any number of those games I'll be playing at some point, maybe possibly one day. 
Nice. Maybe he's done something in the morning. He's done something in the morning. Probably not at all. For those listening, uh, you could, oh, it, when and, you know, if and when Bacon does stream, he does stream on twitch.tv forward slash Bacon Sani. And uh, the pretty show. Is there any streams lined up for yourself here on either Twitch or Kick or YouTube? Yeah, or, um, I didn't kick a pass this week. Um, just mainly because it's dead. <laughs> there's there's no, not even any traffic in, not even anybody new. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna stick to Twitch for a little while. Um, just because the interactivity and stuff is is better. Um. And it has better bot moderation as well, which is something I'm a little bit concerned about on Kick. Kick is worth keeping an eye on, but I don't think I don't think it's worth jumping ship um, just yet. Uh, at least not properly, or, or in terms of streaming a full time streaming uh, objective. I mean, I might just a hobby. I don't do. Right? Um, I will be streaming on Tuesday. Um, I'm going to be finishing Bramble, which I started the other night. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so that's going to be uh, I didn't even get to talk about it tonight no uh, so that's uh, well, I'll, I'll finish it and then we'll talk about it next week next time yeah uh, the, the uploads the first part will be uploaded to YouTube tomorrow my YouTube channel um, it's just a pretty show you can find it on, on YouTube and then um, I'm going to be playing all sorts of stuff um, maybe some probably stream a little bit more of Final Fantasy 16 um, I might play Dave the Diver if Steve doesn't beat me to it um, playing it um, it looks like it isn't uh, voice acted, so maybe we could do uh, jump on and do double voices. Yes, that would give it a little bit of extra. Yes, uh, maybe get some other people involved, like Jelly, because I want to see the wall. I want to I definitely want Jelly in on that. This just makes this makes this makes us laugh. Um, um, yeah, but I'm just going to be doing the usual. Uh, um, I start between eight eight o'clock, nine o'clock, Tuesday, Thursday. Uh, sometimes Friday um, and Saturdays we do the podcast here. I might do the odd Sunday if I have time or the energy. Um, sometimes I might not stream at all because I feel like absolute poop. So, uh, you know, it's just hit and miss if I'm there. But at the time, for the time being, I'm doing the usual Tuesday, Thursday minimum, uh, 9 o'clock GMT. Uh, yeah, come and say, come along, say hello, have a laugh. Watch me fail at video games and, and kill a little kid in Bramble like I did. <laughs> which, which was quite amusing that, and yeah, tragic at the same time. I think that's, that sums up today's podcast, doesn't it? It's amusing and um, sad at the same time. Um, yeah. <laughs> so that's twitch.tv slash The Freedy Show <clears throat> for those who wish to follow. And I would definitely recommend going to go and do it, do it, do it, do it now. Um, as as for myself, yeah. Um, well, I I've been streaming recently. I've been streaming Aliens: The Dark Descent, and I might continue to do so. And I might even jump in on the Dave the Diver, as I've just now purchased you, it and downloaded. As you know, for well, as soon as as soon as this podcast ends, I'll be on my yeah. first mission. Uh, damn right. Um, I'm pretty much available at the moment just because i am it's not nothing i can do about it hello <laughs> ladies hello hello <laughs> i can do my sort of, yeah um my 
<laughs> it's put me off now. Um, yeah, so you can check, check me out over on twitch.tv forward slash the funny bits boy. That's funny bits a B O I. And you can also find this podcast over on uh, iTunes, Spotify, Now Music, SoundCloud, and Audible as well. And anywhere that also does uh, podcasts. So yeah, you can find um, we will, I, I'm I'm currently behind on upload, so yeah. It, but from this recording, we'll it'll be out at some point uh, in a couple of weeks' time. So yeah, I'm a, I'm a couple of weeks behind. So uh, there's a couple of more podcasts prior to this. But if you want to find out all of our podcasts up till episode seventy, um, you can find us over on any of those. Yeah, 69 is what you can find us at the moment. Um, yeah. Just resume next week. <laughs> well, hopefully we might be able to get some guests. If you want to be part of the podcast, feel free to uh, let us know. You can find us. We've got, we've got Twitters you know, somewhere in there. I've emails wanted. <laughs> yeah, we need to break up the... Yeah. Uh, break up the Sausages let's make let's it. make let's make it yeah because i don't i i got a feeling beth's very hard to get hold of at the moment she's five hours, she's five hours behind which means by the time we start it's going to be like for her it's going to be sort of mid-afternoon um yeah so she'll be working she's got she's she's got herself her job out there she's she's yeah. earning her keep as it were yeah. well, and I'm, rightly I'm, so I'm, and all completely mis- mismatched at the moment so we yeah. miss you beth we want you back but you know, we know you're out there living your life, doing doing what you want, and we're all rooting for you. But we want you back. At least can we put some of your friends in here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So if, but if anyone who, who's listening now, if anyone's watching, even watching live right now, if you want to be part of uh, the podcast, you've got something to say that is gaming related. Um, you need to be available from eight. 30 the latest because we need to fit everybody in we need to get everyone on on cameras even if you don't you don't want to you don't have to be on camera but you can but to be in the voice chat you need to be available from 8 30 bst that was it hey that was all blt you need to be available for a blt breaking a little breaking a a vouch for that um i will be available for a split rose uh, (laughs) no no God damn it. I'm joking. And on, I'm joking. And on that, oh God, uh, we've already had one joke of the week. We don't need two. Um, that's what she said. All right. That, that's it. We're done. Uh, we'll see you again. We'll see you again. We'll see you again soon. Thanks for, thanks for watching. If you were watching live, but thanks for listening. And uh, hopefully we'll see you again real soon. Take care, everybody. Have a good week. If we don't see you and uh, yeah, bye for now. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye.